This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that, unlike Graham Potter, isn't afraid to make changes to the lineup. Yes, this is Stanford Chidge. Uh, new Year, new Chelsea. I think, again, as Potter said in his post-match interview with Sky, Chelsea were lethargic with the ball and not competitive enough without it. A very familiar story. Raheem Sterling, 15th-minute opener against 19th-place Nottingham Forest. Should have been the kickstart to Chelsea's first win on New Year's Day in seven years. But instead, Chelsea stayed in neutral and gave their opponents a reason to step into our faces in the second half. Chelsea cowered and politely allowed Serge Aurier to level the game after refusing to clear a corner until Forrest had a proper chance. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang had Chelsea's best chance to steal all three points near the end, but couldn't quite connect with Hakim Ziyech's excellent delivery. Steve Cooper's instructions to run, Forrest run, had Chelsea at sixes and sevens. And unlike a box of chocolates, we know exactly what we're going to get when we're watching this Chelsea team, which quite ironically, given my previous sentence, is an eighth-placed side. Uh, and the title of tonight's show, the Chelsea fan cast number 950 is Forrest Gumps. Um, which I liked anyway. Um, is that yours? Do you all mine. All, all fantastic, mine. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. I've been feeling the pressure with the intro. No, um, no, great. It's great. No, I was just uh, thinking that Chidge foisted a title on you, but no, it's great. Good stuff. I know. So the voices you can hear, of course, uh, joining us tonight, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Jonathan, how are you doing? I love you on the show, Dean. Well done. Fantastic. Good to have you uh, uh, presenting. Thank you so much. Well done, mate. Yeah, and of Chidge. course, the the fact, the brilliant, the brilliant uh, uh, um, uh, Instagram. Uh, I haven't posted enough on Instagram, have I? Lately? I've been a bit crap and with all the fan bites. Um, but uh, 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 went to Mo King's Meadow stall, but I mean, just you know, she'll be on the show more often. And lovely to be paired here with uh, with, with Dean Mears is, of course, Dame Whittle. Lovely, lovely Dame Whittle. Dane, lovely to have you on, mate. Oh, thank you. Yeah, happy New Year, everyone. It's nice to yeah. see you, J.K. But come on, I can't believe Chidge scheduled me in with when when Dean Mears is hosting. Jesus Christ, I've been with him so much. I want to break from him. When 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 I saw that, uh, who was on, I couldn't believe it. I, I asked for it. Oh, did you? Yeah, sorry. Jesus Christ, it's a similar feeling to when my uh, best I, I want, man, I, I, my best friend asked me to be best man. <laughs> all the lovely, all the lovely bridesmaids I was going to dance with. Then uh, a late call up was my wife as bridesmaid. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to dance with me and Jonathan tonight. Two um, jobs away, sunning himself on holiday. I think a deserved break. Um, so the three of us continuing the show and we'll be back again Friday as well without um, 
Dane that time. But uh, anyway, on the show tonight, in part one, we're going to ask whose fault is it, the manager or the players? Uh, we'll ponder why we aren't able to make first half possession dominance count and lament a lack of puzzle breakers. Uh, in part two, we'll take a closer look at the second half, question Chelsea's weak underbelly and Potter's substitutions. Plus, we'll ask Potter's new press conference assistant about his post-match comments. <laughs> That's your new job title, by the way, JK. Uh, in part three, we nervously open the basement door, tiptoe down the creaking stairs and turn on the lights and look ahead to Thursday night's visit to Stamford Bridge from Manchester City. Uh, and in part four, we'll round up the latest Chelsea news and take a look at the Prem Predictions League. Uh, as ever, don't forget, you can listen to the show live every Monday and Friday at 7pm by going to Mixler, chelsea-fancast.mixler.com, uh, where you can join in the chat by posting on the live chat page. Um, as a lot of people are tonight, it's so different from went to Mokey's Meadow, Dane, there's people in there. Um, Aussie Simon, Broken Leg, uh, Russ, Brian Justman, Losby, um, that's all I can see. So that's all that's getting a shout out. Um, make sure to post along as we go in the show and we will be um, right back after this short message. Okay, getting into part one then, Jonathan. Uh, you made the trip to Nottingham for the game. I did. How was it? Good atmosphere? Um, lots of people were pissed off because they hadn't got their tickets um, uh, via the Royal Mail, who uh, I think the, the theory was that most of them have been just kept in a sack and never sent out. Uh, and so they had to pick them up from um, the, the forest box office. And of course, the forest box office clearly had not been told this was happening as they had one person available. And though there were six windows who were, was unbelievably slow, you think it'd be quite careful, easy to give somebody a ticket. You just check off, they prove ID or something and they hand the ticket over, but no. So it took an hour and a half for most people to, uh, to get their tickets i think they were encouraged to get there early so there lots of people were coming in late um, in fact the uh, uh, it was so easy to get in that they were rather worried the people on the, the turnstiles of forest there's nobody was coming in at all to the way end um but ultimately everybody got in there and um it was uh it was it, they've moved from the last time i was at forest you actually sat i think the other end and you sat at the side as well to be able to view in but you we were all at one end and we were loud um uh, encouraging as we always are d dealing with the the shrieks of uh, um, excitement from the forest fans and they're very very wound up obviously because they're very keen to to show some kind of progress in the division so they're unbelievably loud and it was like a cup final as you'd expect you take your hat off to them actually the amount of noise they created um, but the, uh, the announcer said welcome to the world famous city ground and I was thinking to whom who is it world famous for? What possibly 1979 where they were in the the Champions League Cup final, but when they won it. But um, but uh, as they, as the, and then the capacity came up at the end and it was twenty nine thousand. Um, fantastic from the world famous City Ground, twenty nine thousand. We're going. Well, well, the reason it's twenty nine thousand, of course, is because uh, you know they haven't been in the Premier League. They haven't had huge, huge amounts of money to build on, and they've and one of the stands is the same size as it always was. It's the equivalent to the the Fulham stand which is you know the heritage stand at the cottage um so i suppose that'll be there forever but nonetheless you know it's great historic ground good to sit be there we had a lovely presence as always i'm always i'm always impressed by the away fans behind there was a bloke behind me who of course hit me on the head while cheering up I, I, I know i'm the right size for that i give it to that but apologize profusely said you know oh sorry mate so he was doing never walk alone not never look what well, talking about never you doing spot uh, never walk alone i'm going back to 1963 um he was doing a spot and he, he 
He was trying to start spot off. I do love this all the time. He tries to start spot, but it fails miserably. So starts at seven, you know, <laughs> gives up with the one, you know, um, uh, because nobody's interested in seven. And then he got bloke next to him. Then a few people. Then he was very pleased because he, you know, he, they got an up turn. I said, well done, mate. Well done. And he said, oh, thanks very much. Thanks. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it was, it was unfortunately the the atmosphere was ruined by the the football but um i don't know but people people notice it there was a, the 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 way we were playing at the beginning was that uh, they were just so keen to back off because they were worried about us it was it's so interesting to see how um he, he, instead of t- putting the game to bed which they should have done because we were all over them at the very beginning in particular because you just tiago who was great by the way tiago is the best player at the moment um could flip the ball wherever he liked because he was giving been given so much room he was playing these long diagonal passes which obviously potter had said was the way to beat the the 10 man block and the very first one which the first i think was um uh mace was delivered to it and he hit the side netting and mace should have scored in the first minute and really panicked when he got the ball brought it down beautifully and just snatched at it and I, it seemed to me to be sort of typical of the way it's almost as if they're all on on tenterhooks in some way because he's you know it's Mace England is national um he's not playing anywhere near the standard he should be playing and he just he 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 missed the goal and you think no Mace you just should you got it controlled it beautifully got it on your own hit the target you'd have scored and uh, it's there's so much of that going on at the moment and the, the whole thing just disappointed in the second half because they came out and uh, stop me by the way Dean if I'm rabbiting on here um but um. Um, they are the, the the contrast between the first and the second half was just was intriguing. How um, uh, you know we got the goal. I mean, the goal we got the, the after fifteen minutes it was almost a surprise for Sterling when he, he hit it in, and we all thought, oh god, he played a half volley and actually gone in the net. But um, they should have then uh, s- scored several more times because the, they they were really. They, they were really worried by that. And the crowd was, was very jittery as well. And they were trying to keep them going and they kept, come on you reds is what they, they chant all the time. But um, uh, the then capitulation in the second half, just because they go up a gear and they press, um, is just astonishingly inept. And you just wonder what is going on? Because we haven't been any good at doing this. Even under Tuchel, we were suffering this. The Leeds game as well was exactly the same problem. The other team, it becomes more energetic. And um, and naturally, the volume just went up. I mean, once again, you know, um, huge kudos to the Forest fans. The volume was phenomenal. But there, there's that kind of thing. I remember going to Stoke once when um, they'd just gone into the division and they would cheer tackles and they would cheer throw-ins because they're so pleased and keen to be in the division and they want their team to win so much. And, you know, you, to some extent, you could some of our fans could take a lesson from that at, at the bridge. The, the volume is, was, was, was fantastic. And you could see them being buoyed up by this. But, you know, uh, as, as I said in my, my fake presser, they're bottom, they're second from bottom, you know, and we should be putting these teams to the sword. There is something deeply wrong with our team at the moment, really deeply wrong, that they can't cope with energy. And everybody seems to be quicker. The speed they got the ball up to the end because all they're doing is they're just they're they're on the break all the time from um, uh, uh, because they've got ten behind the ball. So it's just you know they'll tackle somebody, which happened a lot, and they'll just attack madly and just rush up the other end of the field and put a shot in, which is you know fair enough. But it, the speed that they get the ball up there, you think 
Why are we not managing that? I mean, it's a perfect example to me. They take a free kick and the free kick is like gold to them. So they really set it up because they're going to put the ball into the box. We took a free kick, passed, I think Cucurella passed to someone else who passed to someone else who passed it back and it ended up with Kepa. And you just think, where is this coming from? Who has decided that instead of just putting the ball into the box or even making a direct move, it doesn't, isn't, doesn't matter anymore. Surely this is a, this comes from the coaching staff. I'm, I'm bewildered by this, bewildered by the way that we're incapable of dealing with a side that goes up a notch against us. And we, there was a goal waiting to happen. I don't know how it didn't. Kepa made some good save. Kepa and, and Thiago appear to be the only two players playing. Well, and Cucurella had some decidedly good figures. But, you know, you don't think at the moment that he's, he's, he's you know, gonna, ever going to replace Chile. Um Sorry, if the answer to your question, yes, I, I, I did go and uh, and I, I enjoyed it just for looking at trying to work out what the fuck has gone wrong here. What the fuck is going wrong with this side? Because it is absolutely hopeless. He brought, when he brought on the substitutes, it created a kind of calm. And you actually thought me the midfield should have happened ages beforehand because they were rocking all the way through the second half. And obviously they scored. We didn't get the ball. It was just a header. Ball went up twice in the air and then it Aurier got it and volleyed through Kepa's legs, you know, just right in front of me. But you just thought this was inevitable. I thought they were going to win it because they were so much, so more committed, energetic. We kept giving the ball away because it's the same patterns all the all the time. Um, Pulisic just goes in straight lines and gets tackled and then he gets he gets hit. I mean, the, the ref to say the referee was absolutely useless. They've got a bloke, Yates, number 22 committed about seven fouls in a row. Referee did nothing about it. Should have booked him earlier on. Finally booked him after he'd had um, a, a, a nose to nose with Zachariah. But this business of intimidating is refs are so naive. For God's sake, it's 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 a he's been told to do this when he was booked. Number 23 started doing it individually having a go at people. But it's part of that whole thing. It's a process. They're not very good. Forrest, they've got great energy. They boot the ball down the pitch and run after it. And that's it. That's it. And and they press madly. And their centre half, their centre forward, man of the match, well, I can't remember his name. He was he was a really good presence, really good, um, and gave you know scrag people got involved in them, pushed them. But similarly, class centre class players like we have should be dealing with this. You know, Kula Bali looks sort of just not, not up to standard here. I can't believe it. You know, one of the best players in the world supposedly at Napoli. Oh, just not not there with it. Um, Dave. Oh, please. Please, we you know, can we not have a go with playing um, uh, um, Trevor at fullback or something on the right? Because Dave is too slow. I can't believe we're still going, going through this. Um, they've got to rectify this in the transfer window in some way. Um, um, tell me to shut up if I'm just going off. <laughs> what I want to ask you about, JK, is yeah, um, yeah. obviously after the game online, the discourse is about Potter and who's to blame. Is it Graham Potter? Is it the players? Obviously, right. we know when Sarri was in charge, the away fans thundered him pretty quick before anyone else. Is there a feeling that Potter's the wrong man in the away end, or is there support yeah. for him? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's slowly but surely becoming he's the wrong man. Yeah, yeah. I had lots of people coming up to me saying, which I yeah, very nice of them to spot me from the fan bite, spot me from from the uh, the thing that I did the other day, um, and saying, uh, I agree with you completely, mate. He's, he's uh, they were they were very rude about him getting very good rude as well. I think people's patience is now um, becoming very thin. I think the, the trouble is you have the, the template of Emery goes to Villa and they play completely differently and they play well. They look really good. Second goal yesterday was fantastic for Villa. 
So you just go, you know, he's a proper man. Well, proper. He has a status. It's all about status. It's on, and I think some of the players uh, are shocked that they've been left with, with, uh, with him, and not, um, you know, because I think some of them went there deliberately for Tuchel. And I think they find it very difficult to shift in their perceptions. And I, I, I it may be slightly immature. It might be that they're, it's not what they should be doing. But you know, if players have their allegiance to certain managers, I think Sterling's one of them. I think he's bewildered. I mean, Sterling is just not, he's not the, you know, he started off much better in the season. He's not, I mean, he's got them hugging the touchlines now, him and Pulisic. But, um, you know, it seemed to work much better with um, with Reese When Reese was playing with Sterling in that game, Bournemouth the other day, it worked really well because he could play him in all the time. But um, Dave and, and Sterling doesn't doesn't really work. And and he, you know, he, he still dithers too much. I, 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 don't, I don't know what the answer is, but no, the, the, the view from, and also the view from people just sending me messages on on um, Twitter is large number of people are are beginning to become. We just look at the Chelsea fancast on Twitter. Large numbers of people communicating with each other are getting have got fed up. And I reckon this week, actually, the next five games are going to be unbelievably important towards the fan base's view towards um, towards Potter because uh, um, and he's not helping himself with these with these with the press conferences and the interviews, you know, uh, how long is a piece of string? I mean, for goodness sake, mate, come on. You know, I mean, it, it, you're not feeling you're dealing with somebody who knows how to, how to make this work. I, 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 you know, and to an extent you, I could have told him and you, all of us could have said to him, let's get, let's get somebody on it. Um, let, let's change it round. Uh, when, when we were suffering, do the subs now. Don't wait until we've lost a goal and we, it looks like we're going to lose another one. But then it seemed to settle down. But I wonder whether it settled down, in fact, because they were uh, they were looking for a draw, you know, because they were so, the end, the final whistle, one one. Everybody goes mad in the crowd. Well, it's a draw, fuck's sake. But they went berserk because they, you know, they were pleased that a, a supposed top club, you know, I don't, we're not playing like a top club. We're playing, you know, what do we have? One shot at goal in the second half, hardly in there in the yeah. in the penalty area. I mean, it's just just it's it's fucking awful. Let's bring. Dane into it. Yeah, yeah, I'll shut up. I won't now speak at all. Dean, I won't speak at all now for half an hour. Okay, it's not fair. I'll mute the mic anyway. Thank you for allowing me because Chinch would have said, yeah, thanks very much after about a minute of that. So thank you. It was needed, definitely needed. Um, Dane, you're usually a voice of positivity on on most things, Chelsea. I mean, if you look at the JK... I didn't go. Before you asked, I didn't go. I know you didn't go. I've got two um, memories of Forrest, the 7-0 defeat. Yeah, I was there too. Were you there? Yes, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and seeing an, and another game where I saw a few of their fans get chucked in the River Trent. Uh, <laughs> so that's my two memories of, of Forest. One, one, one quite poor, and, and one quite funny. Yeah, well, I want to see where you sit on on the matter because obviously JK mentioned it. We've we've been here before under different managers. You know, two called Lampard, Sarri, Conte, Mourinho all moaned about the mentality of their squads. Um, the game against Leeds that JK mentioned as well, very similar to this defeat. Liverpool lost at the City ground 1-0. Um, so it can be a difficult place, although not in Forest are bottom of the table or second bottom. But if you look at the last seven results, so there's the one all draw against Nottingham Forest. We beat Bournemouth 2-0, lost Aston Villa 1-0, lost to Newcastle 1-0, lost to Arsenal 1-0, lost to Brighton 4-1, and then drew one all with Manchester United. It's five points from 21. We scored eleven goals in twelve games. Uh, twelve go twelve goals in eleven games. Sorry, um, under Potter in the in the league, we had eight and six under Tuchel. 
is there anything that sort of suggests that this this project, this vision, we should still be following it? Well, well, we will follow it because obviously we're all Chelsea supporters. You know, they they always uh, always gain our attention no matter what. It is it is a tough watch at the moment. It is like JK alluded to with Unai Emery at Villa. You know, already quite early on, you could you can see a game plan, you can see a stole, but. You know, let's be honest, the first few games under Potter, we, we we thought we were seeing something. They did look a little bit fresh. He liked to mix things up again, you know, with, 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 with a little bit with tactics, a little bit with selection. And I thought, you know, and, and a few youngsters coming on, I thought, oh, there's, there's a real connect here. But then all of a sudden, for some reason, just went sideways and we, we were <laughs> not seeing anything. You're sort of sitting there with your arms crossed, trying to work out what's going on. Uh, agree with JK completely, you know, we're playing a team who are second from bottom and now, and he took, I think, 16 minutes to make a substitution when they were all over us in that second half. And then another 28 minutes to change the tactics. And I don't think that's good enough. You know, you, you he could have, he could have waited 10 minutes. He, you know, you need to react. Some of the substitutions are crazy. You know, he's, he, he's, he's got certain players on the bench and I'm going to mention one, Amari Hutchinson. And I don't know, there's certain games you need to bring him into and you really need to, to be careful with him. But there's no one ahead of him who's who's shown anything more. So why not bring him on like for like for a winger? The last two games, he's he's probably been on the bench now five five games in a row and he hasn't he hasn't sniffed a minute. The last two games he's taken off both Sterling and Pulisic at some point in that game and not replaced him with with the winger that is on the bench, Amari Hutchinson. And, that, and that's disappointing. Uh it is it is tough. I think he has to be. He has to, to to really sort of believe in himself. To oh, I don't know if it's cliche saying, you realise you're managing Chelsea. You know, you you really need to be ruthless. You really need to stick to your guns because a lot of of the senior players he's picking are not are not not repaying his faith. Uh, does he then try and go with the more the player he expects to be of him next year if he's still in the job? That's a tough one because you need the senior players to be on your side. But you know, we've got poor Dave. Listen, and this is this. I'm not going to start. You know, throwing knives at him, but you know it, it's a struggle for him at the moment. It's probably, if we can be honest, it's, it's been a struggle for for eighteen months. You know, he's he's still got a good game in him, but it's it, it's a little bit far and a few and far between at the moment. Uh, again, like J.K. said, our best player is is the oldest player. You know, I think thirty eight Thiago Silva. You know, an immaculate world class defender. Koulibaly, you wonder, was a, a bit of a panic buy, which I understand because, you know, we was, we was uh, losing Rudiger, massive presence, and Christensen. And this guy was available who we've courted for, for about three or four years at, at certain points. Uh, it's, it's always, it, you know, the same players have, have underperformed for certain managers. You know, you see lots of comments on Twitter about, you know, not making any chances when we do, we miss chances. I think even under Tuchel, we struggled to make chances. Probably it was Lampard, which we did make a lot of chances, but then we we left gaps at the back. It's a hard one, you know, you just, you, you know what's coming, you can see it, you know, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to bash Jorginho either because on his day, he's a very good player and, and under certain tactics, he's a very good player. But you know, when, when teams come at you, you know, they've got that deep, low block, you know, Pressed to an extent, aggressive discipline to counterattack. Giorgino gets found out. It's just the way it is. So baffled is why they took him off and took off Zachariah, who, yeah, some of his passes were a bit under hit, but he was the only aggressive, strong midfielder we had. Play him in his proper position in defensive midfield and put a, a Kovacic in front of him and and and, and who else? Uh, 
He was getting stuck in Zachariah, wasn't he? Because yeah, he was, he, and, and he was having the the, the 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 confrontation with Yates all the time, the number twenty-two. It's just, just it's, it, yeah, and I, and I like what I see him, and I would actually sign him just for the fact that we've got no player like that at the moment. Irrelevant who we get, you know, because it's always good to have these players in reserve in, in a squad rotation role or whatever. But you know, again, I'm it, you don't want to bash players. I didn't. I, I get what people say about Sterling and Pulisic too wide, but. I could probably count on one hand the amount of times we put our, our passing or, or our tactics put Pulisic and Sterling in a position where they can attack on a fullback every time Forrest was so deep and we didn't help that by playing you know so sideways like crabs and, and not actually some fast passing to trying to get through their their press. It's 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 a tough watch. The tactics are are worryingly questionable, and I think the players need to you know, take a massive lot of responsibility. I get why people are off Potter and I can see that he's not showing us anything to be ambitious about in the moment. But whether it's Potter, whether it was Tuchel, whether it was Lampard and to an extent Sarri with certain players, it's the, you know, we were talking about the same group of players. There's an imbalance there. And 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 if we was to get rid of Potter, there's another guy who's going to come in who's got an imbalance. And the good thing Tuchel did early on, and, 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 and again, I don't want to, you know, I don't want this to get. I'm still not over too cool, but you know, that's very no good way. thing he did, Wayne. The very good thing he did was to win the Champions League with with in a very quick, quick turnover. Yeah. You know, Listen, I know he's not coming people back. keep saying, "Oh, we need to give a great deal of time to Potter." Well, we didn't give yeah. a great deal of time to time to Tuchel. He won the Champions League. Yeah, well, he said. Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry, sorry. He said it's all out early on with his tactics. He saw, yeah. you know, we we had gaps and he and, it, and he plugged those leaks and 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 said it's all out with that three five, three five two straight away. But you know, I'm there's no way I I know he's not coming back. You know, I have eyes. I watch games, and I know to an extent extent to the end of his tenure. You know, we were struggling with him as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, we still but, struggle with him when anybody put pressure, as in the Leeds game. And with that, we seem to have great difficulty dealing with an opposition yeah. who presses, which I do find absolutely bizarre, considering we have much more expensive, classier players, supposedly. I, I don't just, again, I, I think don't I just understand why they don't him. practice that. I don't understand why they're not going, how do we cope with this? We must cope with this. Come on, guys, let's find a way of doing this. In the yeah. same way, I, I, I do feel that if you're an elite manager... If the opposition are doing something, providing you with something you have to overcome, you need then to work it out and overcome it, as opposed to doing what happened in the second half here, where we just sat around. Well, sat we we're sitting, we're standing, uh, but the the team don't the team panic madly, are constantly dispossessed, can't get the ball out, and you think surely now the manager has to do something. This is his job here. Do something to change this, to stop this situation, because they're going to score and they may score again. And nothing happened, as you said. Dane, as you said, um, uh, it, it, nothing happened for 18 minutes. And then he brought Kovacic on, then he did a couple of changes. And then when he actually changed all the midfield round, we, we actually looked, the whole thing calmed down and we looked very much in control. You think, well, why aren't you doing this early on? Earlier on, why aren't you seeing the danger, the problem that's happening, and change it? Don't let this—the opposition—completely overcome us. Carry on for fifteen to twenty minutes, and they score. 
when you've got the one nil, we were one nil up. They were panicking one nil up. We should have scored again because one nil against the opposite. They 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 haven't got anywhere to go. If they'd gone one nil up, they'd have just defended madly and then got gone on the break again. And it would have been even worse. But we were one nil up. And yet we managed to look in the end as if we were below them in the table, which mm. is absolutely ridiculous. The players to an extent as well, they look a little bit lost, you know. And again, yeah. I, 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 this is not any this is too this is just a fact, you know, why the club spent 250 million for 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 Tuchel if if he had any say in it whatsoever, we don't know. And then if they had reservations about him, you know, how do we know that, that Potter would have even wanted someone like Cucurella? You could say, well, he played well under him at Brighton, but then playing for Chelsea is a whole different new ball game. You know, he there's it's an imbalance with players. You know, we, we're still struggling to find Mason's new Mason's role in the team. Uh, Connor comes on and plays deep in, in a two. Uh, you know, it's 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 a tough one. You know, we, our fullbacks are, we were so different, aren't we? We're, you know, it's blatantly obvious without Reese in the team and and Chilwell, and our fullbacks just don't really want to get forward. Dave huffs and puffs, Kukrella sort of goes to the halfway line, maybe a little bit 100 yards forward and then sort of checks back and passes. So there's there's that imbalance there as well. There's the, the attacking intent is, is obviously, yeah, come on and, and tried a couple of balls, you know, try to look lively. Uh, I'd give him a go from the beginning, personally. I mean, the, well, why not? The why not? Did, that was the best cross mm. and uh, Aubameyang just didn't get on the end of it, you know, which was a, it was a real shame because he created that chance. I, I'm, I'm just... Um, I was bemused by the story today. I don't know if you saw it, that um, uh, somebody put this on Twitter, whether it's a load of bollocks or not, that that uh, um, they were considering letting um, Connor go either on loan or selling him because he doesn't, he can't see how he fits into his plan. Now, Connor did that thing, which I'm getting worried about him, which he, he's so energetic and so, so gives a different kind of performance to any other player. But of course, got booked because he lost the ball in, in doing a, trying to do a, mm. a triangle. And it's almost as if there's a kind of frenetic quality to him trying to impress, and yet his stats are better than anybody else in the side for tackles, interceptions, um, commitment, involvement, shots, because he's that type of player. Now, I, you know, uh, what do I know about it? I'd play him from the beginning and try and build around him because he seems to me to be, um, you know. <laughs> One of the better possibilities, but the very fact that there's a there's a view that he may get loaned out or even sold because he doesn't fit into the way that Potter would see it, I would I would hate that. But the thing nothing, is, how does nothing would surprise it? me. Nothing would no, surprise me. I you know? I don't know how Potter sees it, and I'm looking at the no. team and the tactics no. and the games and wondering that. And listen, yeah, I'm, oh, we're not going to at any time going to be employed by Chelsea Football Club to give them views on tactics and. But I could I could straight away see with, with my opinion, whether it, for anyone gives a shit or not, that kind of Gallagher would be perfect in that three, a little bit further forward than obviously that sort of Mason role. But then you're taking Mason out of the team who I didn't think he was too bad. His radar was off with his passes. He was buzzing around the area, he was trying to make the runs into he the does, ball. He does, he buzzes, really, doesn't he? He does clearly off the Koulibaly long ball. But if you're playing that that four three three, Connor Connor really has to be you know like a further player forward in that midfield three. The midfield is is not great, uh, you know, so imbalanced, doesn't link up very well. Yeah, I, it's it's a hard one to to decide. I think it's either Connor or or, or Mason. Uh, I don't think they'd both be in the team because then you're leaving out quite a few who he seems to like, like a Jorginho or a Kovacic or Zachariah at the moment. I think the main thing, though, is is that I think this was how I just watched. They came back and watched the end of uh, of um, Sunis and Jimmy Floyd and Redknapp chatting. Was saying that 
there's nobody to put the ball in the net. Which there is a midfield or attack. Yeah, no. Well, we've already known about the midfield because yeah. Kovacic and Jorginho can't shoot. And we were hoping that um, um, any new midfielder would at least have the ability to strike the ball into the goal. That's why I would have a go at picking Connor. Connor, absolutely. A goner. Connor's a goner. But the uh, but Havertz's role as, as striker is just very peculiar because he's not delivering. You just need somebody. And you thought Bamiang after the Palace game would be good enough to actually you know, go forward and, and, and put the ball in the net, but he's struggling. So there isn't anybody. You just need a proper striker there somehow to to at least create something. We're not getting in the in the penalty area mm. and we're not creating any chances and we're not shooting. I mean, which is useless. I like Kai as a forward though, JK, but it's pointless having him as a forward because he likes to wander. No, he doesn't. Deep. No, he's Sterling a... and Pulisic are so far wide. When he yeah. comes deep, there's nothing to go in behind him. Well, of course, he worked better in the Bournemouth game because he scored that goal because it was Reese was was dealing with it, yeah. you know, which is an awful thing to say that we're obviously, you know, top banana side when Reese and Chilwell and Kante play. Well, of course, because they're three world class players, and it was them that that Tuchel fitted the Champions League winning side round. Yes, it makes great sense, but surely there are other players who can come up to the mark in this instance and put Kai in because at the moment I almost feel that Kai is. We're not seeing his potential because there's nobody to give him the ball. And yet, at the same time, you think, well, is there somebody else he could link up with? And we thought that would be a Bamiyang. We thought that possibly might be, um, uh, who was the other striker? We thought it might be Pulisic that he could do, do it with. But that hasn't worked either. So, you know, are we therefore supposed to say, actually, um, uh, Mr. Wet Letters Potter, are we supposed to say, yes, actually, um, uh, you're right. It'll all come good when we have all our players back and we forgive you this period of um, uh, how can I, incompetence. Is that what we're supposed to do? I, I'm, you know, I don't know what we're supposed to do in this instance. Do we, do we let the team go lower and further and further down? I mean, if we lose all these games coming up, which is a distinct possibility, distinct Fulham will just so love to beat us. They, you know, they're level on points with so lovely and they're not bad at all. So, well, in terms of the Premier League side, you know, I feel that I don't feel at the moment that any side we play is is, is better, is worse than us. It, we're, 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 we are going to struggle against every single side we play if we carry on playing like this. So and, and that way, you know, forgive me, that way ends in in relegation. And I've said this to Chidge and he's got all oh, no, no, ridiculous. Blah, 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 blah. But I know, I, I, you know, if it, it makes great sense to me. If you're not scoring, can't get the ball in the penalty area and you give goals away, that's relegation material. You know, and so... Unless, of course, you buy five players in January, which I prophesied would happen, you know, about four months ago. And yet, you know, every or everything we appear to be buying, every they all appear to be 18 and 19. You think, OK, is this for the future? Is he happy for us to go down? Would he be happy? Would they be happy as a as a as a uh, as the owners would they be happy for us to go down? I don't think they'd be happy at all. They want a, a top four finish this season, and yet you know if they don't get in the Champions League, we're still going to be behind him. I don't think you know what that means, um, Clear Lake. I don't think you understand that that means that it's unlikely you'll get the top players wanting to play for you unless you buy them all now and offer them you know four hundred thousand a week, which is a possibility because I think they do that in in the baseball world, you know, they've got some players who are on huge figures. I mean, that's the lure you hope supposedly that somebody will come if you offer them that knowing that next year we won't be in the Champions League. But I thought the idea was you had to be in the Champions League because then you get the better players coming. So it's becoming a bit of a conundrum, the whole process. I, I do feel sorry for, for, for Potter to an extent because 
you know, he, I think to an extent he is right, you know, when we have certain players back, but literally all he, all I can see is Chilwa and Reese, And we all remember how bad we fell under Tuchel. It was a high of that 4-0 win against Juventus. And Chilwa come off and then after a couple of weeks, Reese was injured and we had, didn't have them for such a run of months. And we went down and you, you see that, imbalance in our team without them we go from such a great side yeah. to a pretty average team with just out those two players so if he's talking about injuries all I can see is Fafana who we still do not know what we're going to get due to his bad injury of Leicester what, 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 what did he get though what happened to him what happened to Fafana I thought he just had a minor knee injury it was the same knee that apparently it was the same knee that he had injured he had problems with and it's a, it's a known thing if you you know that, that you can get a, a mild recurrence of that serious injury when you're just about to come back to competitive football so again he they reckon it was just a couple of weeks and I presume he's talking about Kante as well who we're not going to see till February but March. how do we know what he's going to be like as February yeah. March it's it's but I do I, I, I do sympathize with the fact of how important Reese and 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 Chihuahua is to this team that they turn us from a what, what team we've been seeing in recent weeks to, <laughs> to, to a, a fantastic team. But, just but surely elite managers can make other players fill the gaps. Surely, if they're the, if we're dealing with top, 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 we're at, we're you know one of the top teams in the world. Surely they should be capable of finding a way of playing that negates this business of having to rely on three players who are injured. Surely, this well, is something too confident to do, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Tuchel couldn't do it, and we're expecting you know Graham to do it. It's a, you know, it's a tough. You know, we don't know what goes on. We got to see what's going. You'd hope that they would get some replacements in, keep them happy, and and try and get them in because you know this is a problem with Reese. You know, we've seen it far too much, and to an extent, Ben. Now it's these are two massively valuable players, but they can't. You know, it's not their fault, but they're getting injured. But. You know, it's I'm jealous. Horrible. I see Robertson herring down the wing for Liverpool. He never get, hardly ever gets injured. No. He's, he's he's top top athlete, top player, absolutely essential for them. You know, he's, we don't see we, we don't see them suffering because he's off. He just keeps playing. And they're suffering tonight. I think they're losing three <laughs> one. <laughs> we're now below, we're now below Brentford. Um, this is what I've been talking about. Um, with with Ben, who we know as a medicine from the Discord for Wentz Kings Meadow in Sank, that he mentioned to me on the podcast about uh, Thierry Henry was um, Arsenal always look for puzzle breakers. So they had one player that would break the puzzle of the opposition. For Arsenal, it was actually Cole. So he came from fullback. Obviously, they had all these great players, Perez, Laurent, um, Lundberg, Burkamp, Henry himself. But actually, Cole broke the puzzle. And for Chelsea, Reese James and Ben Chilwell break the puzzle of the opposition. So not the forest for the first half sat on the edge of their box. When the ball got within 30 yards of goal, they smothered it and tried to counter-attack. Mm. And we I thought we dealt with that actually quite well. Um it was in the second half when they stepped up another 10 yards that we shit our pants and didn't know what to do with it. But the fact we don't have Ben Chill, we don't have Reese James and we're bringing in Cucurella and Aspi, this is why we're struggling because they're not puzzle breakers. Um, what, what, I don't know why they signed off on Cucurella he's not a Champions League player at all he's a, he's a Brighton a great player for Brighton Spanish side was he either yeah and Asby has done what Asby's done in his career and you can't take that away from him but he's not dynamic up and down the right hand side anymore he's easy to defend against because he hasn't got no pace he's not picking up any unusual positions he's overlapping and it's quite easy for any any fullback in the Premier League to match that. 
do you think that idea of of having a puzzle break and even you haven't even got someone like Sesk anymore in midfield who can play a pass. The whole first half was Kula Bali Silva trying to play long balls. And long balls, diagonal balls, yeah. That was yeah. it. And then yeah. the one time we actually played the ball, Mount Pulisic down the wing, crossing the box, we score a goal, okay, as a deflection, and we get the lucky break off the bar. Lucky Sterling didn't want to run on Sunday because he wouldn't have been in the right position to score the goal. Um, but you think that's that's the problem, that there's not enough dynamic players outside of the free up front? Well, we've always had a... a... Uh, in, in the best periods of our of our um, history over the last 20 years, they were nearly all puzzle breakers, weren't they? Because they were all great. You know, none of these te- players other than Silver would get into any of those teams um, because you'd have a, 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 a Cesc Hazard, great puzzle breaker, put it that mm. way. Um, um, uh, Robin, going further back, wonderful puzzle breaker. Duff was a wonderful puzzle breaker. I mean, they were all, you know, all, all of them in that era were, were able to Cole Joe Cole, brilliant, a brilliance, and we we <coughs> we haven't got anybody like that at all. We were supposed to be Pulisic, and two years ago he was like that, and then he had his hamstring problem, and now he just runs in straight lines and spends most of his time lying on the floor because he's been kicked. But it, 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 also, I don't think I don't think the refs are protecting him very well. Yeah, but, no. um, very uh, early hazard just seeing with him, but he, he's getting a lot of wax on that those ankles of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I. I um, Similarly, fullbacks. Ashley Cole was wonderful for us, but um, uh, uh, before that, you know, Wayne Bridge was pretty good. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going back into that era. I should be coming more close closer. Um, uh, Marcus Alonso was a puzzle breaker. Well, funnily enough, bizarrely, he scored the goals, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So the, just that aspect of him being a puzzle breaker was never a great defender and didn't was slow getting back. Was okay as a defender, but. Uh, he was protected by Rudiger. He was protected by the, the, the defenders to go forward and score. And there's nobody going forward. You can't see Cucurella scoring anything, can you? There's been, it, 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 it's. I suppose the the problem is is that nobody from the the, the Champions League winning side has been replaced, have they? Rudiger Kulibaly isn't isn't a Rudiger. Um, I'm afraid uh, Fafano. We won't know whether he's a Christensen or not because he's still injured. Um, uh, and instead of which, you know, I, I'd like. As I say, Chalaba to be given a chance there, but um, uh, I suppose he doesn't. He's not rated as a fullback, so I, I, that's not going to happen, is it? Really, unless they play five. I think he's keener to play four, isn't he? And I don't think, as we've said, Dave works in a four. And Cucurella, I always felt Cucurella was kind of a reserve for uh, for Chilwell, but he's now having to play all the way through. Um, and and it, it doesn't work with playing him as a centre back because he's too little. Um, so you've got sort of round pegs for square holes, haven't you? Um, uh, I think one of the problems is is that they're not good enough. The players aren't good enough for the for you know you can't they would be good enough if they were surrounded by better players, some of them, and they would come up to their level. But with if you get rid of these the the, the world class players, the the as you say, Reese and, and Chilwell, who were not necessarily world class, but at least they 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 contribute in a way that makes the opposition scared of them, and they create opportunities for for uh, for forwards um then we're we're we don't have the ability to manufacture anything you know i i felt that when havertz first came there was a fluidity to him um that frank allowed him to play in a kind of area where he he was a bit more skillful at the moment i'm I, I, he was more out and out striker yesterday he actually got the ball a couple of times with back to goal and laid it off which looked quite good but i thought 
that's not what you should be there for. You're actually a very skillful player, and we're not seeing any of that from Havertz. He, you know, he's uh, he, he he should be more creative. So, in a sense, um, it's yes, the injuries have contributed, but I'm dismayed that the people we have who are in the side just don't don't come up to it. Well, they once again, you'd help hope the manager would guide them in some way to to create something to become a a team that. They, they, they're dealing with these people with the emissions they're dealing with the people who aren't in the team because they're injured but no it's it's as you said earlier Dane it's headless chickens time so well, yeah, I suppose very well, worrying. I suppose you know what 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 you, Dean you said about Ben who's, who's known as medicine on Twitter who's got a very good tactical eye you know we've he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves but he's he, he can see the game differently to to a lot of people and I, I always praise him for that uh but I'm trying to see what wonder what Graham Potter sees because, as as we just discussed, and as every Chelsea fan knows, you know we're a completely different team as as we already said without Chilwell and Reese. So then, as a manager who's paid very well and you know, you know, it deserves a chance at, at top job based on 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 his and it's nice that Chelsea have given given him the platform and now he needs to perform. So he's looked at that team against Forest without a. a, a Chilwell and Reese and thought, okay, who, where's my ammunition going to come on? Let's look at the, the players I'm going to pick. Well, off my head from that team, who I think might be able to perform an assist on on their day is is, is Sterling, Mason, and what Pulisic to to a Havertz. That's three players, That's, you know, and the rest is you got Zachariah playing out of position because he played well against Bournemouth. Which I understand, but you, you're playing them out of position, so you're almost losing. You know, losing a position. Why not put Connor in there? You know, I don't think you needed to play Jorginho in that team, but 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 he, he, you know he wanted to start with with him. But you could have easily played Zachariah deeper and played a Connor and Mason buzzing around. Brought Pulisic and 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 Sterling just a little bit closer in, let Havertz wander and get them running in behind them. But, or at least you know, do that earlier. At least do that earlier in the game in the half because you know we're contributing he nothing. He's obviously trying to do something and it's not working. You know, I don't want to sound like I know more than him. I'm just saying what I, I, I'm, I, he can't come on and say, well, actually, I tried to do this, tried to do that, didn't work. All I'm saying is what I, what I, what I wish he would have done, <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, we're on the Chelsea fan cast with Chelsea supporters, you know, we love them all day long. And, you know, we, we have a right to, 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 to question some things. And sometimes people go over the top and sometimes they don't. And you get criticized on Twitter. I've seen some stupid tweets today about forever love and sticking together. But, you know, we, we're going to be frustrated. We, you know, we've we, we've been there. You know, we've all been there. We've seen it. We've seen it for years. And you know, we have a right to complain within with, with, with respect and within reason. But you know, it's not good enough at the moment. And and everyone needs to stand up. And if that is me as a supporter who needs to sing more on Thursday night, then I'll freaking do it. But I've been doing it for thirty odd years, and I've still seen some freaking atrocious performances. I've seen some great cup final winning performances as well but we will always be there that's the frustrating thing you know we will always be there we will follow them home and away like, like, like jk you know regularly does and and sometimes it just it, it, you know it, it hurts because you know we're, we're we're heavily invested in this and you know when you're when, you know I, I don't like to, to criticize dave because i know he's if if he's if there's one player who's going to come over and clap us at the end of the game, it's going to be Dave. Why would he ever uh, wandering off worrying about their he own? He took his shirt off and gave it to a disabled lad. He was and they've already cheered him at go. the end of the game. Yeah, really wonderful. He's I agree with he's he's a he's a great servant to the club. And um, but uh, we all worked out pretty early on 
this season that he should only come on as a sub or he should be playing uh, on the right-hand side of a, a of a three with the with the two overlapping wingers, it's five at the back, because he's 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 not quick enough anymore. He gets caught out, and it, it happens every game. Gets caught out. He was the sight of Dave chasing a, a forward with and leaving him in it, Dave being left in his wake. It, it's just is it, repetitive now. Yeah, it's not hindsight, but in the summer when Barcelona were after both. Yeah. I was quite happy for Dave to go. I thought he'd done his time. I thought him and his family wanted to go back. And I would, I was, I was really impressed with Alonso last year, especially in the games against Liverpool, who you'd usually worry about a defender like Alonso, but he really stood up. And I thought he still got that in him to be a to be a backup for Chilwell to an extent, or if Chilwell wasn't playing too well to play and maybe get like a, a more of an attacker to support Reese. But obviously it went the other way and. And I don't know why the club gave gave, gave Dave a, a new contract. Maybe it was for his presence in the dressing room. Maybe he was worried because, as I said, losing Rudiger, you know, and Christensen, he, he would left three mainstays of his defence at that time too. Cool, but I thought it was unfair because he clearly wanted to go, but he was never going to ask for a transfer because he's, he's he's very loyal. Mm, well, we're talking about the same problems with the same players. So then you're saying you want that player's leadership as a captain. Like one at one stage, you're going to have to cut. Cut yeah. the cord and say we're going to do this. But anyway, let's um, let's take a break now. So I want to get back into the second half uh, in part two and look at the subs in a bit more detail as well because we've got some interesting numbers on them. Uh, before we do go to a break, uh, a reminder that the new edition of COT UK, which I have here um, for just for JK and Dane because nobody else can see this, uh, <laughs> is available. Uh, it will be available on the Fulham Road on Thursday night from DJ and all the sellers. Uh, they'll be shouting, hurry up, it's only a pound. Uh, it features all the best writers uh, around Chelsea and myself, uh, so make sure you pick up a copy. Uh, you can also subscribe to CFC UK by doing the following email fanzine at cfcuk.net. Uh, it's £18 in the UK, £40 in Europe and £56 in the rest of the world. It's also available as a digital PDF copy for £6 or £1 each, and you can pay via PayPal. And you can also subscribe to Kings Meadow Chronicle, which I also have here, Um that is the brand new Chelsea women's fanzine created by myself, featuring uh, great writers such as Dane, uh, Clayton as well from Chelsea Fancast, uh, Rebecca Grasby, Harry Edwards, Sophie Spittle, Grace Cooper, Ben Gilby, Rian Hoskins and many more. Uh, subscription for the rest of the 2022-23 season is available for £6 plus posters and packaging. Um, so it's different if where wherever you are in the world, sorry. Uh, that covers the three more releases that there'll be this season. Uh, issue three is coming out on the 15th of January when we play Arsenal uh, away, the women's team that is. Uh, it's also available as a PDF for £1 and physical copies of £2 plus posted and packaging. Head to kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com to order your copy and we will be right back. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? 
Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Welcome back to part two of the Chelsea Fancast, episode 950. I'm still here with Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Hello. And Mr. Dane Whittle. Uh, yeah, just actually, evening everyone, I just remembered actually, obviously JK mentioned Instagram earlier, I've been logged out, a really bad problems with my phone in December, and yeah. I don't I don't mean to badger Chidge, but I'm waiting for him to give me the password again so I can log back in and post some things, uh, but if anyone was wondering oh, why I've been quiet, yeah, it's not my fault. Yeah, I've probably got 100 messages on there, all waiting for you to come back to, Dane. I've just shut down my script. Um, but anyway, as we see, JK in the first half, Nottingham Forest sat back. I think it was obvious to pretty much everybody in, in the ground and watching at home that Nottingham Forest were going to give it a go in the second half. It seemed like everyone apart from Chelsea, because they seemed a bit surprised by it. What was your opinion on that? Was what was all going on? Well, around me, everybody's going, for fuck's sake, <laughs> as you'd expect. Um, you know, and and we couldn't deal with it as usual. So once again, this is where you need guidance from the manager, don't you? Really, what did he tell them then at half time? Did he did he say they're going to do the same thing? They're just going to back off and get us on the break? I'd have thought it was pretty obvious they were going to come and um, attack. In the very first minute, they they pressed everything. And we still then attempted to pass the ball out from the back. I mean, OK, yes, all well, they're pressed up. And if you then do get the ball ahead, but it's useless then losing the ball in midfield or giving the ball away because the ball just comes back straight again. And they're all they're all camping in the penalty area because that's the way it works. So uh, we have had masses of hairy moments where the ball was almost passed by Kepa to one of them rushing in. Um, and we're all uh, we're all going berserk. Um, suggesting that he bring new people on. And uh, uh, you wonder what the readouts are telling them, who's actually not performing at the highest level anymore. Um, and we actually were all crying out for Kovacic. It's just a particular change. We thought that would be that would <coughs> to bring him on, but we did, we thought they'd bring him on for, for Zachariah, um, which uh, I can't, who did he? Who did he get rid of first of all for for Kovacic? I can't remember. Zachariah took Zachariah first. Yeah, I mean, he did. It was for him, but it, we thought he'd do it earlier. I should say he was for Zachariah, but we thought uh, it was just you know it, it, it's very frustrating because it was right in front of us because they were attacking up. We were the we were home. The away fans were all uh, next to Kepa's goal, obviously. So we're just seeing all this frantic pressing going on and this frantic pushing up and. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody for a 
available for a, even a long pass out. So they're trying to work it out, trying to pass it out um, and then ultimately give it to somebody to race forward in the same way because there should be the holes because they're pressing up. But just losing, getting caught every time because we we weren't up to dealing with the press, which is, you know, I said earlier on, I don't understand why the the team is incapable of dealing with another side pressing because every team in that Premier League division, the Premier League as it is, um, can do that if if necessary. They can press and put put complete as it is the word pressure on you and get the ball and have a and have a twenty to twenty five minute um, um, blitz on forcing you into submission. Really, everybody can do that. So why can we not deal with it? Why are the players not up to it? Is, he, uh, is there a way? There's surely other teams deal with it. They deal. They know what to do because that's what the other teams do. So therefore, why do we not manage to deal with the press like that? As Leeds is an example, as uh, Southampton was an example. Why do we panic and get caught and fail to pass the ball out in little triangles or do whatever you're supposed to do in these press situations and use the gaps that the press has created. Because if they're pressing, they're further up. You should have somebody either wide or available up front. To, to If the ball is then flicked out over the top, you run onto it. None of that was happening at all. So it, uh, it's utterly bewildering. It's bewildering. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, Dan, what should sort of make of it as well? Because... Well, they do all with these training sessions, all these rondos, but they're doing quick passing and two players are trying to pressure the ball. Is this not what they're training for? This exact moment when they're being pressured quickly, they can move the ball quickly and, as Jake said, get into spaces and then release the players up front to score yeah. goals. What is not right? It, it, it's, it's, again, it's, 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 it's troubling to know that a, a British manager did not foresee what... Uh, 2,000-odd <laughs> fans could notice, particularly, you know the fact that they suppose they've spent the whole of the first half in a, in a block. They've got enough energy in the second half to come up because they've not knackered themselves, because that's the point. So, therefore... Yeah, we, sort of, we, we, we knew what was going to happen. We've seen it tons of times before, even going back to, obviously, the Sarri days... Uh, uh, and 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 how these teams play against us, and you know it isn't hard for for a team who we're facing, apart from City, because they don't have to worry about that over the next couple of weeks to just look at the the games against the games against the uh, Forest, and as we've mentioned, Leeds uh, and Southampton, and say, well, we, we, we worked out our tactics already. You know, so our, our 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 one answer always seems to be to 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 either have Kovacic starting or have him come on because of his, you know, he is good at turning and and, and turning a, a game from A and B with just his pace and, and then he can try and beat the press. And I, I presume that's why Graham brought him on, you know, because he can spin and turn and then and, and then leave exactly. behind. But exactly. I would have had him, I would have had, as I said already, I would have had Zachariah uh, protecting yeah. us, screening that screening us defensively with his strength and aggression and 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 allowed Kovacic to be a little bit further up and maybe bring a Connor on in, instead of Mason who was who was huffing and puffing and and allow Kovacic and and and, and Connor to to really burst and beat the press uh but yeah it is you know because you know how many times have we we all know we've had 
many foreign managers and we've gone certain certain away games, whether it be Stoke or, or, or whoever, and we'd be like, oh, yeah, well, they're not experienced with these sort of fixtures. But, you know, Graham Potter and his coaching team are very experienced with these sort of games and would know what to expect. So it is frustrating. But like JK said, you know, uh, it's not just him. It, it's previous managers. These players know what it's like to play in these sort of games. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just like, here we go again, isn't it? Mm, it is, um, which makes the Forest equaliser JK even more sort of predictable. That's a, a set piece. They crowd Kepa because of his sort of height and this uh, tactic that most teams will use. Something that they should be prepared for. That they know that they're going to crowd the goalkeeper. Yeah, it's a week a week header from Havertz. It was their first corner. Yeah, I mean, we know set pieces are like gold dust for these teams because that's what they yeah. they feed off. I mean, we know that, and we're not qualified coaches. Um. A weak Havertz header, Pulisic, I don't know what he's trying to do when he jumps in the air. Um, just pathetic. And then no one's sort of the on Aurier who's volleys chests it and volleys it in the six-yard box with no one near him. In the old days, Drogba heads that away, Costa heads that away. I think Broja probably gets on that, heads it away as well. The distance, yeah. That lack of, we go back to the lack of fight and we talk about tactics and possession and, and passes and that, but those basics, the fundamentals, you know, running hard, tackling hard, putting, showing passion and, and fighting for the ball, the players aren't doing that. And that goal encapsulated the whole of the second half, didn't it? Well, it was, they just hit the bar a few moments before. And uh, I thought, is it going to be our lucky day? But yeah, it was, it was, it was a kind of dreadful inevitability. And it was just a crap goal to give away. I mean, really went through. Poor old Kepper's legs. I can't fault Kepper. I thought he made some very good saves. Actually, I think he's he's um, he's doing okay. I think he's. I think he looks very good, J.K. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And if there if there is one positive or, or or praise for for Graham Potter's team and especially his coaching the goalkeeper side is he's got him looking like a player we bought uh, yeah. and with, with the potential. I think he looks extremely good. And, uh, yeah, really good at my some. You know, there's been some harsh criticism of all, all the players, but a few of them. But, couple of them actually did perform to their usual. Kemper was one, like Thiago Silva as well. Yeah, Thiago's just a, a beacon amidst the dross. Mm. He's just... Um, he hasn't got no contract, has he? If they haven't... I don't think so. No, I thought it was no. yearly. But, yeah, I mean... Maybe it, Conte it, was it, right all them years ago. Well, hey... 35-year-olds, you want to sign. Hey, uh, the, <laughs> the more and more that that you think that... Marina should have given in to him wanting um, Bonucci, Bonucci and Cialini, who then carried on for another five years and won the European Championship with Italy. The more you think he was right, Conti was actually right. We'll However, be moaning about them now, though, won't we? Oh well, yeah, but what, and also, the problem was that he wanted they both they all wanted two year contracts, which we didn't do at the time, and they wanted two hundred and fifty thousand a week, and they were Chelsea weren't willing to do that. But so now they'd get a six year contract with us. Yeah, probably would. You probably would. But that was the that was the reason that Conte then threw his toys out with the pram and turned his phone off and disappeared and um, uh, and I think okayed some very stupid transfers, transferred the the drink water set up because he wasn't around to make any assessment. But you look back and you think, you know, but he does this at every club, doesn't he? He's doing it again at Spurs. He's doing it. He 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 wants certain players, and really the management. If the management gives in to him, I think he wins them titles. I have to say, Conte, but uh, the 
the chances of them giving in are slim always. He seems to do it because they would just point to the number of players that he bought in the last transfer window. So I mean, like some of the money we're splashing around. Yeah, well, it's going to be very so, intriguing to see who we actually do get mm-hmm. in these. You know, what interesting to see what this boy from this other Fafana from Molda is going to be like. Mm-hmm. If he actually play, you know, is he a battering ram? Is it? Are we going back to a kind of? You know, will the ball be lumped up the field all the time, and he just chases after it? And or will he have a, the kind of presence that um, that Harland's got? Uh, it'd be 19, nice. It'd be nice, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody they're buying at the moment, this chap Santos, but he's eighteen. He's supposed to be excellent, mm. isn't he? As well. And I think the um, the uh, uh, the big signing, what's his face, <laughs> the, um, the, the Fernandez. Fernandez. I think that's possibly pine the sky for this for this transfer window but i think they're interested in buying him for the summer but i i the, the problem i have is that if he'll only have to be lured by the money because if we're you know fourth from bottom at the end of the season and the, what's he being encouraged to join because it won't be the champions league one of the part of the reasons for being in the champions league is you can then get top players on big contracts unless you say to them well if you're in the team you will be in the champions league next season because and we're paying you also we're paying you 400,000 a week i think that's the lure it's the the dosh that's the only way you're going to get these players in or you buy them now and they contribute to getting you into the top 4 because that can happen if he gets they get four players who can just turn the season round well you know Great. I'd love to see them get a tricky winger. I'd love to have, you know, some of that chap Lau who um, played for Milan, who was actually quite, yeah. quite, de- quite decent. He's a very decent player. Um, well, the plan is to win the league in 2030, isn't it? They just haven't decided which league yet. Would, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. like that. That was fun. That was good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, you mentioned earlier about late substitutions. Do you think that is a side effect of this new age of, of data and stats where they're waiting for the download of information? Before they make their decision, because Clayton on Twitter said about um, Mourinho would have made three subs by now, because he's a manager that that managed yeah. on his um, on his gut feeling and he knew the game. Do you think that's that we're moving away from that now? Well, you, you think that's what it was? They they were waiting on stats and 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 a uh, a print up of of what was going wrong. Dear well, do, Lord, you a, do you think it's a could be a reason? Wowzers! If it is, then I think I'll slowly start falling out of love with football. If I if I'm if I'm shouting for shouting for a substitution to be made, like thousands of others in the crowd, and you just see some guy running on with a piece of paper, <laughs> manager, and, you know that's that's that, that's the stats. They, the ex, they have got these four guys on. though, haven't they? All these four guys are, are data guys, mm. so. Well, they, they need to be aware of what they contribute. Well, yeah. They should have pre-saw what was going to happen like we all did rather than waiting for it to come up on the freaking stats on their bloody MacBook Airs, dear Lord. On one occasion, he appeared to be playing five midfielders. Was that right? I got lost in the in the, the maelstrom of the substitutions. The um, It just kept seeing thought... coming on. Kovacic came on, then Connor and Connor came on. I mean, poor old. I so feel for Connor. Tries, tries too hard, for God's sake. You knew he was going to get booked. You just knew it because he sort of like a crab everywhere. Oh god. I suppose um, if you're saying the five midfielders, it would have been Kovacic, Gallagher. Oh, so if you if you Ziek, was it was on the wing, wasn't he? Yeah. Ziek was that was like for like, wasn't it? Um and then he brought Abamyang on. Was it was it I just became terribly aware of the midfield being much more competent, that was all. And they um but I as I said at the beginning, I, I wonder whether they'd actually given up and just wanted to keep the draw. 
by then yeah, because it, well, because it was so we... important to them to not lose um so that they they but they just seem to not then play with any intensity from then on forest it's just it doesn't you know i, I started off quite the show talking about amari hutchinson and i know you know it's Chukwameka, is that badly pronounced? Yeah, no, uh, apparently, you know, he looks really good behind the scenes. And what yeah, I've seen right. of him, I've, I've been he really came impressed. On. He came on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He brought him on for Pulisic. What yeah, is yeah, it? He's not a winger. He's a central, you know, midfielder. He's a central That's player. You might as well have brought on Hutchinson for that last five, ten minutes with a bit yeah. of pace yeah. and skill. And, you know, what is the point in having these players on the bench? You know, you know, there's, 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 there's no point. Because in the game, when you need a little bit of a spark, bring him on because... Come on, uh, listen, Ziyech done well when he came on. Don't get that. But you've got to look at how have these players performed for him in the last six, seven, eight games? They haven't. So why not give a Hutchinson a chance? What have you got to lose? You know, I've seen more fight, uh, aggression and passion from, from Zachariah and from Lewis Hall in the two games that they've played than any of the other midfielders. So, you know, why not Why not go with them? You know, Lewis Hall was, was, was really good and he's not he didn't get much of a look in now either. It's just... It's frustrating, but I, I get it to an extent because you know these are European Champions League winning, you know, international winning players, and 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 this is a coach who's, who's maybe not used to. I don't really want to sound really like down on him and 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 not really ignorant, but you know, if he's getting with with someone's reputation rather than than what he sees, you know, because you know I've, I've heard players say like Jorginho on the training ground is amazing, he's like his his ability is out of this world and. You're seeing that in the training ground, but you are going to play him. Well, here's here's the subs that Potter made. So it's Kovacic for Sicario on the 61st minute. Then you had Ziyech for Jorginho, Gallagher for Sterling, Aubameyang for Mount, all on the 72nd minute. Then Chuck Umeka for Pulisic, 87th minute. Um, and then I got their stats off from uh, Footmob. So Kovacic, 28 of 33 passes. Oh, I've just moved off the wrong page. Um... Two passes into the final third. Uh, he didn't win any of his four ground duels, so lost all four ground duels. Uh, ZH, uh, six out of nine passes, one chance created, two passes into the final third, 17 touches, but he won four of six ground duels. Uh, Gallagher, this is the interesting one, I think. So he made 30, 32 passes to kept the ball really well. Uh, didn't win any ground duels, lost five, six passes into the final third. I, but I, at one point, Middlebamiang had what seven touches, one shot. There was, a, there was a stat quite high into that game that we didn't have. We either had no touches or one touch in the opposition box in that second half. That was either late. That was either just before Aubameyang's chance or afterwards. And for a club of, of, of Chelsea, that is, that, is, that is really bad. That is disgraceful. But it was uh, interesting, wasn't it, what you said about, about um, Connor then. He had 32, was it? 32 touches. Um, well, 30 passes out of 32. 30, yeah, 30 passes, which is because he buzzed, he buzzed in a way that... that Mace didn't. He just gets around and does stuff. But he lost possession five times, didn't he, you said? Which, well, five, which... five attempts to win the ball in the tackle and he lost all five. He lost all five, OK. Not, not really good enough, is it, unfortunately? that No, which is when you're trying to regain control of the game, you need to win the ball. Uh, surprised by Ziyech winning four. He was probably the standout of all the subs. Oh, I thought he... Uh... Um, I, it makes, would make sense to me. His, his confidence is sky high. He was wonderful in the World Cup. You know, you're playing from the beginning. You know, forgive me for being, you know, slightly old-fashioned in my approach in these instances, going on reputation. But his his confidence must have been so high. Give him a go. But, but it, because his his the one thing he can do is he he 
gets the ball in with ridiculous, ridiculous centres that, you know, that he got one in that Aubameyang should have put away. He should be prepared. that They should then be prepared that that's going to happen. You know, they shouldn't be waiting for the ball to come in for the box from him. They, they should be on their front foot coming in, in which case he'd have got the diving header because that's what he does, Zayek. And I'd rather have him playing than anybody else at the moment because none of them is creating anything that we look at. We think they're, they're the, the wingers. You don't look at Pulisic and think, well, he created the goal. But... Um, uh, that was that was early on, but in this kind of situation where you need another goal, you, you you're not getting any, you're not really getting anybody a- achieving anything. So give him a go. So, yeah, what I like about Ziyech is you know he's Pulisic and Sterling play a different game. You know Sterling's too wide. We're not putting Sterling in the positions that he found himself at Man City, and I know it's two different clubs and two different attacking mentalities, but we bought him based on what we saw at City. So we nearly really need to put him in good positions and Pulisic as well you know let's let's realize what we have here with, with certain players you know it's pointless I don't know what they're expecting or the manager or the coach team are expecting Pulisic and Sterling to do when there's such a deep block of Forest players you know but we need by moving the ball quicker you would think you would get them stop them from hugging the touchline so much as well mix it up a bit and put them in positions where you know they're a one-on-one or they can attack and, and make it you know our build-up is so freaking slow it's it's frustrating and what i like about ziek is he's he, you know he can hug the touchline if that's the way you want to play turn drop a shoulder and, and whip that ball in with his with his left foot like we saw and if he does this five times and one one of those times he's given a great chance like we saw uh then that's better than 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 two wingers who have been asked to stay out wide and 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 god knows what god knows what he he, he was expecting from from sterling and and pulisic and you know, we we can criticise, and, and and I feel I feel for Sterling. I think he was bought under false pretense with with, with, with Tuchel in his ear. He must have really picked him up and wanted him to play him more central. I don't know where Sterling feels he, he is best. Uh, I sort of half saw a an interview of him around the World Cup. He said he does actually like playing out in the wing. But dear God, if you're asking him Sterling to to, to hug the touchline and try and try and get past three or four players and then try and produce something amazing, you're asking too much. It's you know, it's Potter's job to to to, to find the tactics to to unlock these players. And at the moment, he isn't. And I'm not saying he will not find a way. I hope he does. You know, we all hope he does. But at the moment, it is it is worrying. I think I think you'd have thought he would, to quote you, Dean, be a uh, a puzzle player, Sterling, because that's what he was at City, because he could beat two or three players and then play someone in. But we're not getting any of that from him playing for Chelsea. I don't, I might, maybe I didn't see enough of him at City. You know, it's a difference between watching ninety minutes to to seeing the highlights of something he does really well. I just, I just, yeah, I, I expect more from 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 Pulisic and and Sterling and Havertz and all of them. But some of the positions we put these players in on the field, you know, I think we're expecting a bit too much. I think it goes back to the question at the start, doesn't it? Is it should Sterling step up to the plate and be a leader for Chelsea going forward because he is an international uh, sort of won all these trophies and stuff, or is it the fact that the manager's playing him in the position where he's not going to get the best out of him? Yeah, what, both. What yeah, side of the and I think, and again, it, it alludes all back to Chilwell and Reese. Chilwell and Reese opens so many players to so many different, you know, positions and the floating and 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 how we play it as a team. And just by, you know, just by we've already talked about it. you. You had Sterling and Pulisic on the wings, and let's be honest, we had Dave and Cucurella behind both of them, and there's not a lot going on there. Now with that same 
attacking force with 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 Chilwell again, all hindsight with Chilwell and Reese behind. You know, it would have been no doubt it would have been a different game, but we didn't have them. So you would have thought the manager would come up with a with a way of playing which would open these players. Listen, it's clear we haven't got Chilwell, we haven't got Reese. So this is what we're going to do. It's not working at the moment, and whether he's not getting his views across or the players are not listening or don't like how they're playing and tough and freaking get players in who do want to want to learn, who, who who do want to, like I said, Lewis, or like I said, Amari Hutchinson, you know, what have you got to lose? Because what I'm seeing at the moment, it's not working anyway. So, hmm. well, well, I contradicted myself because I said I didn't think Sterling and Pulisic was, was, was put in positions on that field where they could really, really attack and threat. It's, it's yeah. It seemed to work better when when Reece James was playing. Sterling worked better with him, yeah. hugging, hugging that touchline. He got the ball more often in space, and he could then interact with Reese coming into the positions near him. It, yeah, unfortunately, a, the you know the, the talisman, the the cog that that makes the wheel work is 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 Reece, unfortunately. The one that breaks the defensive puzzle and creates yeah. space for everybody else. Yeah. Not there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously the draw leaves us well left us eighth in the table till today. I think we're now ninth. Um twenty-five points. Uh Fulham in seventh, twenty-five points. Liverpool sixth, twenty-eight points, Spurs in fifth, thirty points, then United fourth, thirty-two, Newcastle thirty-four, third. Then you've got City in second, thirty-six, and Arsenal well away with forty-three. Um we have got a game in hand over Fulham, Spurs and Newcastle. So we would obviously go above Fulham uh Two points off Spurs and six off Newcastle. Um, if we won that game in hand, um, and it's the city game, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is the top four done, JK? Already, or yeah. can we get the signings in and, and make well, no? I, it depends on the signings, doesn't it? Depends who he signs, and and depends. I, I don't know how he's going to manage them, the signings. And Reese might get you know, might only be two weeks injury, mm. and Chile may be back. Which case the whole thing changes, doesn't it? Only for one game, though. And, yeah, well, but then we've got the you know perhaps it's the Champions League is the big thing they're worrying about. But you know, I, I foolishly just bought a ticket for uh, for Germany, so uh, I'll just go away. Yeah, yes, is this just going to be? A, yeah, I've got a home one, but just thinking is this a, is this purely going to be a sightseeing trip? I've never been to Borussia, never been to uh, Dortmund before, so it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I'm. I'm. Uh, I was interesting to, interesting to say by the way, Barbara Sharon um, was interviewed on the, on a podcast. And I just saw a couple of quotes from her saying it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be this journey with Chelsea is going to be wonderful. But I'm trying to work out how it will be at the moment. What she said. So uh, do we have to put up with this? Is this this kind of maybe they start so bad that finishing fifth every year seems seems. Well, I, I did um, English A level, and I remember there was. We did uh, Milton, and he wrote this thing called um, Comus. And uh, at the beginning of it, there's something called the anti-mask, which is horrible. It's shit. And it's it's entirely to show how wonderful the mask then is, because you then have beasts and characters wandering around with stupid masks on and looking like the devil and things. It was the anti And I feel, in a sense, we're in a kind of of uh, ridiculous Miltonian play. God, I'm sounding like a complete dick, aren't I? Sorry about that. But I just... <laughs> But I you know, just you keep thinking, what is the reason for this dreadful, dreadful spectacle that we're watching? Is it just to kind of lure us in and then go, ah, but you can have this and this will be great. You know, now all of you will be, look how wonderful we actually are. Bloody hope so. 
God, at the moment it's just it's it's so awful. I, I, it's just the worst football I have seen Chelsea play for so long. I mean, you know, the occasional game where you not turn up, or the occasional um, in, uh, the the Mourinho season where he got sacked was, you know, each week we were slightly in despair, but he got sacked. But this and that was pretty dreadful. Except William played out of his skin all the way through that. That's why I have a picture of him as my behind me in the screen because there were times when he played wonderfully for Chelsea. And I'm not surprised to see he's playing really well for Fulham. I'm not surprised at all. Really terrific player. And um, uh, I, I'm just... Um, I, I'm trying to work out why it is that we're somehow having to put up with this. This, this mm. idiocy. This is just idiocy. You, you, I mean, you know, how do you, how do you sell this to, to... Even to corporate, for goodness sake, are they going to come and pay for this if they if that's all that happens is they just play worse and worse? It's not a spectacle anymore. I almost feel like you know saying I'd like my money back, please, because this isn't good enough. It's not what it's not it's not what we uh, it's not what we've we've bought into. And I, I and 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 um and I, the 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 effort on Twitter today from various people was to. To try and um, uh, as, as Dean bailed me out, wonder rather wonderfully was why do why do why are we so toxic? Why hey why do we have to criticise everybody? Why can't we just you know peace and love just all love Chelsea? And uh, ultimately was just blowing smoke up there uh, the owners' backsides. You know you've got to be in a position to be allowed to criticise your football team mm. um, um, because you're the fan, you're the viewer, you're paying the money, you're going to see the team, you're. You you invest in this team and emotionally, and to see this dross being delivered um, is is uh, something that I find very difficult to deal with. But I suppose because we've just been used to them being great for the last twenty years, they've been great. It's been a great great experience watching this football team. And and then uh, when they're bad, obviously Roman changed. Well, hey. Which are you know I, I'm just something that I'm not actually asking for a change. I'm just asking for some kind of of clarity on what the fuck is going on here, because I don't get it. I don't get why this manager can't make this work. I don't get why. In, in, in perhaps it is a stat thing. I think that was a really interesting thing you said then. <laughs> that perhaps they're going. Oh no, he's he's now knackered. So we'll never know. He can do whether they're not actually paying attention to what's going on on the pitch. Because yes, all right, he brought all the midfield players on. There were four, four in the end, weren't there? You said with, with, with Chukamaya, but 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 it it worked. Started playing much better football mm. and almost scored for the first time. Whereas that was the only chance in the whole of the second half because we've been so awful. So, but it, it, it disappoints me that we are seeing the panacea. We're seeing what should happen, and we're just watching. We're, we're ordinary fans watching. We can see what needs to be done. And then it's done and we go, uh, well, we would have done that 20 minutes earlier. So uh, I'm, I'm just bemused by the whole experience, really. You know, and we don't stand an earthly during the week against City. An earthly! Oh, We'll, we'll talk about City soon, but the last thing I want to say on this bit, Dane, is I, I hear a lot that this squad's not good enough to finish top four. Um which I think is absolutely mental. I mean, you look at Newcastle, Spurs, Fulham, we've got a better squad than those three, surely. I've even questioned Liverpool and Arsenal, uh, Man United as well, sorry, got a better squad than Man United. I've questioned Liverpool and Arsenal. The only team I think have got a better squad than us is Man City. 
Yeah. Do you think that's we are we're, we're playing badly? We're just a bad team, but this this team is good enough and should be good enough to be in that top four at the very least. Should be, but like you said about what it says on paper, do you know what I mean? Like, like you alluded to maybe with the how late it took them to make a make a substitution because what it said on paper was certain players were performing better than what our eyes were telling us. Uh, we, we, you know, we have we have a squad here which is which clearly looks very good on paper, but they're not performing like that. The difference the the other teams, a lot of the teams you mentioned above us, is they've got a, a clear philosophy, you know, a way of playing. They got a tactics, a manager who. Who knows what he wants? And at the moment, Graham is struggling to find to find that balance. You know, I said earlier he found it fairly well early on, and now he's he, due to injuries. He he might say which was critical to the way he wanted to play. He's he has to now find another way to to get us through these games where we can try and get as many points as possible whilst we wait for recent Chilwell to come back, who will then make us a better team. But you know, you have to you have to prepare for the fact you're going to have injuries, uh, injuries o- over a season, and 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 you know what Reese brings us. So why the hell he has we haven't had not a ball to player to to potentially be involved? You know, in, in in a rotational game to protect him to an extent over over the last two or, two or three seasons. Uh, I, I, you again question why Cucurella w- was bought. Was it bought because because Tuchel likes to play free, so you could play him as a left centre back as well as a left wing back, or or was you actually buying him to be a, a backup to Chilwell? Sixty million for a backup is is, is quite outstanding. But you know, I I want to have faith, and I think you know I do have faith, and and. There, there, seem, there needs to be blame on both sides. You know, everyone needs to step up. Everyone needs to uh, pull together. You know, it, it's I'm not on about, you know, like the supporters, like JK alluded to with the with the one love and all that. But you know, if, if we can do more in the stadiums, then we will. But sometimes it is is pretty difficult because the players need to give us something back, and it can be quite. You know, you, you have a hard working week, and you come there and you want to be pleased or cheered up by the players and they perform like buffoons and you're like, you know, well, what a bloody old oh, bother. But we 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 say that and we won't, yet we've been doing it for for, for, for so many years. Uh yeah, it's, again on paper it's it's I don't think you look at it like that. You know, we need Graham now to to, to be firm, you know, to decide on a tactic and and and, and really go on go on who he feels is performing the best and, and can perform the best because if we're looking at the performances in the 90 minutes when you uh, when you're playing the games there's there's certain players who are stealing the living to an extent at the moment and I'm not saying they're bad players they're just not playing well simple as that and they need to step up so it's your question then it must be down to the manager Dean if if the, the the squad look much better than some of the other squads it's the manager's fault I think Tuchel was you know Tuchel struggled with this with this as well so did so the Lampard, it's it's hard one, isn't it? When I suppose when 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 you you're trying your best as a as a manager and a coaching team, you're not getting your ideas across, or or for whatever reason, I'd say you know we can only say what we think we see, and 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 we were pretty right on what we all thought how Forrest was going to play. Like we probably could have told you that before the Leeds game and, and before the Southampton game, and 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 how they're not. You know, seeing seeing that as well and being prepared for it, it's, it is it is frustrating. But you know. Yeah, it's 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 difficult at the moment, but you know, hopefully, hopefully we get through this. You never know. You know, Chelsea, the Chelsea we've known from years to come, turn up Thursday and we'll, we'll beat City and 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 
you know, then we'll see something. It'll give us something to cheer about. It'll give us a green light and we'll all be happy on social media, thanking and loving each other. Well, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see about that. Um, we're going to go to another ad break now. Then we're going to look ahead to that Manchester City game. Before we do that, Trees to tell you that the next Chelsea Fancast live event at the Troubadour Club will be on Sunday, the January the 15th at 4.30pm, right after the Chelsea versus Crystal Palace match. Our special guest will be friend of the show, Jason Cundy. Jason played 58 matches for Chelsea between 1990 and 92, scoring two goals, having broken through from the academy and watching Chelsea from the terraces as a boy. He was Chelsea's Young Player of the Year in 1987. Uh, support was labelling him the best youth product since Ray Wilkins. He also played for England under-21s three times, scoring one goal. But after a spell at coaching Chelsea's academy, Jason's become an accomplished pundit for Chelsea TV and talk sport. The latter doing a fine job defending Chelsea against a tsunami of red-tinted pundits and broadcaster. He's a good mate at and a very entertaining and informative, so make sure you get your ticket and join Jason, Chidge and JK after the Palace match. The Tube Draw is a great intimate venue with only 50 tickets on sale, but it's the perfect place for a post-match get-together and drink and a good opportunity to meet up with most of the fancast team. Uh, tickets are £20 and available at www.ticketweb.uk. Doors open at 4 and we'll kick off at 4.30, talking about the Chelsea versus Palace match, followed by a Q&A with Cundy on his Chelsea career and thoughts on modern-day Chelsea. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Chelsea Fancast, episode number 950. It's time for part three had to look ahead to the Chelsea-Manchester City game, and I'm doing that still in the company of Mr. Dane Whittle. Evening, everyone. Happy New Year. And Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Lovely to be on the show. Absolutely. Now, the games do come thick and fast at this time of year, especially after the break we've had for the World Cup, and they don't get much bigger than Manchester City at Stamford Bridge on Thursday. Um, they just kick it off. Obviously, we've seen the same sort of team for two games now and one win, one one draw. What changes would you make ahead of this one? Uh, I would like to... He's obviously seems to have adopted a 4-3-3 in recent times and then uh, after the... Uh, with about 15, 18 minutes to go, he, he went for a 4-2-3-1. Uh, so I would like to see a 4-2-3-1 actually again. Uh, and I would... I think I'd bring in Chaloba... For, for for Dave, I think you know it would be a chance to see if he, you know if he if he can potentially get up and down, get up and down you know the touchline, you know protect us better. You know he, he's quite quite strong, quite fast. You know he's a good all round defender. Apart from that, I don't think I'd change much of that defence. I would I would I would rest Jorginho for this one. Rest or drop him. You know you can you can you can choose the correct word in for that. And I'd have that Zachariah in there and and possibly Kovacic. So Zachariah can really screen and and and, and protect our defence, and and that leaves Kovacic to like to break a, you know, a good City press. Uh, but at the same time, still two of them in that pivot. I'd go for Connor in front of them too. Uh, give him a bit of license where he can help the midfield, but plus buzz around and, and get forward. You know, we know he's got a good aim, a good good goal in him uh, at certain points and and you know he needs to be given given a chance to 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 really show himself. Uh I'd 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 stick with 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 Pulisic on the left and I think I'd give Ziek a chance on the right. Uh that means I'd be I'd I'd be leaving out Sterling uh and possibly going again with Havertz just 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 for the reason that 
if Havertz buzzes around, drops deep, you'd think you would then encourage players to get in behind him and fill the gaps and the spaces in the pocket, something we didn't see against Forrest because Sterling and Pulisic was, was, was hugging the touchlines. But if you're going to play a, a Havertz, who I do like as a forward, I, that's the only way uh, with the right tactics it, it can work. And having and having a Pulisic and 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 a Gallagher possibly buzzing around and and getting in dangerous situations and 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 Ziyech on the right producing producing hopefully some ammunition you know we could we could you know threaten City and 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 pull off pull off what a lot of people probably are is thinking unthinkable at the moment. Are you not playing Mount then? Did you say? No, I'm 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 I, it's either or at the moment with Connor and Mount and and I think. I think un- until he he is brave enough or, to try and play them together, where it benefits both of them, you know, I did not like seeing. I loved, loved seeing Connor come on. Did not like seeing him in 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 a deep pivot role next to Kovacic. I think you are wasting everything that is good about Connor. He's almost got him, to be box to box, hasn't he? He's yeah, got... just seeing him yeah. just above them, uh, just above maybe a, a Kovacic yeah. and a, a Zachariah. Uh, yeah, is 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 I would like to see, and and it's harsh harsh on Mason, but you know I am about 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 who, who who's looking good, and if you're not looking good, and someone come in, and I would really 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 encourage Potter if he if he does want to listen to me, that is, but you know to 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 look at bringing on a Hutchinson or bringing on a Lewis Hall who who are desperate to succeed at Chelsea, desperate to impress, and and can sometimes uh, sometimes put more effort in than maybe a player who is not maybe feeling the the new manager's tactics. Yeah, do you think you should move away from the, the four JK and look for a three five two or three four three instead? Has he got the players to do that? He'd have to play Dave in the three, wouldn't he? And he'd play um he'd play Trevor otherwise who would he who would he play who would he play right right wing back? He'd have I'd, to put some, somebody I'd put there. Yeah, you well, yeah. I'd put all there. I agree, I agree. I agree. But would would he be prepared to do that? He hasn't really Really given all a go, is he? They've um, added someone uh, new to the first team in the last twenty four hours, haven't they? A right back, a right wing back. Uh, his name eludes me at the moment. Um, you know, nice, nice things heard about him. A new, a new purchase? No, no, like a, a youth player. Youth player, yeah. Uh, I can't. Uh, sorry, I can't remember his name. So if I can get it up, but apparently, I liked yeah. your selection, Dane. I thought that was great. Well, I love all of that. Everything you've suggested, I would love to happen. I agree. Yeah, I just think is it going to happen? No, no. he's going to play exactly the same team he played against um, Bournemouth and against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, and and, uh, your your lovely desire for them to um, shock City with this formation and this side it will be um, as if it never existed because. (laughs) Because it won't be happening. Because then we will lose four or five nil. That's why. That's why Dean asked me what I should do rather than to drink <laughs> But yeah, I, I, um, I think Havertz, yeah, should carry on playing because he, you know, there's something about Havertz. You just think he's going to lay it on in some way because he is a very skillful player, top, top skillful player. Just hasn't really been doing it for us. Um, well, we've seen it before, haven't we? You know, with, with, with you know, if we're going to look at look at the spuds, you know, with Harry Kane, you know. He had lots of failed loans. I know this is different to Havertz's career, but he had lots of failed loans, whether it be Norwich, Millwall, Leighton Orient, average loans, and all of a sudden it just clicked just overnight with him. And he turned into, you know, for, for five or six following seven seasons, you know, an explosive, magnificent striker, you know, was world class. 
Uh, and same with Drogba, you know, we had, and I know it's so easy just to go, oh, yeah, I know, but you got, you're going back and 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 you, you, you're hoping, but you know, we've seen it happen. Drogba was, at best, a good hold up play who could bring other players in, lacking lacking a, a goal scoring touch. Then all of a sudden, that third full season clicked, bang, it clicked in. With Havertz, it's either going to click in or it isn't. That's just the way it is. Or he's going to go to another club. Uh, we're going to give up on him and he'll go to another club and perform. You know, there's there's three options there. And hopefully, you know, because we, we'll, we, we've seen glimpses, hopefully it, it will click for him. I do really like him as a forward, uh, but I, I feel that they'll buy a, 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 a big forward at some point. And then where does that leave Havertz? Perhaps it's this Mulder boy who might be the big forward. Well, you never know. He what we've might seen, we've seen him. I, I'd love him to play Zayek, but I don't think he will. I Why think he'll, he'll you know, persist with Sterling and Pulisic. He'll do the same. He'll play the same players. I don't he's think Ivorian, he'll... isn't he? He's, um, yeah, he's Ivorian. Yeah, 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 yes, listen, Drogba come down, you know, hopefully they, they've already got a good relationship. You know, it seems that Drogba does like to look out for his fellow countrymen, especially when he, one's making such a massive move so early in his career to Chelsea. And, well, if the big man can 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 inspire inspire him in some way, he, he already seems inspired. You know, I saw an interview where he was talking about the dream of playing at Chelsea about eight nine months ago. So why not? You know, he'll be raw, but Broya was raw, and I was starting to like like the look of him. Uh, you know, what have if, you got to lose if you're struggling to score? What have you got to lose if he plays him? Mm. He's, got, I he's got to be on the bench because yeah, Bamiyang's not doing it much for me. You know. Oh. It's so easy because, you know, we, we all do it with our blue tinted glasses on. You know, I remember after AC Milan and him scoring away, we've, we're talking about having, you know, a, a, finally getting a, a strike on a, you know, a top strike and a proper forward. And then for whatever reason, it's, it's gone the other way. And it's the typical us where we're just, you know, calling and recounting our words and making us feel like idiots. He scored a great goal against Palace, and we all thought, "Oh, proper striker! Oh, yeah, yeah. great! Oh, wow, wow!" And, well, we've and done it with Morata, didn't we? We've done it with you know with, with certain players, you know, and, and all of them. Yeah. JK, do you think there's going to be a similarity between us and Everton when we take on Man City that we're just kind of hopefully contain them as much as we can and he nick played, something? He played a certain tactic, didn't he, Frank? He just sort mm. of stuck. A, players behind the ball, didn't he? Which I think we tried before and we're easily unpicked, aren't we? We never seem to have that. I think we tried that against them last year, didn't we? Even in the 1-0 up there at, uh, at City. Um, well, I think it's not, a question, sorry, it's not a question of us tactically attempting to play 10 behind the ball. We've got no choice because they just press so much and pass the ball around so easily. Um, I remember poor old um, Alonso being slightly out of his depth in that environment. Um, found out, but um, I mean, there's just streets ahead of us. I, I don't know what um, I, I, they were a bit lucky, weren't they, Everton? Um, they'd have to be very off, and we'll have to be uh, on and lucky. Um, I'm trying to think what would be the best defensive side. I agree with definitely with you see. I, I don't understand why Chalobah hasn't been given a, a run at that in that position. I don't get it. He's not, they would say he's not a right back, but well, he's a deep, very decent defender. Really, really quick. He hasn't let us down any of the times he's played for it this season. So I don't get that. I'm sorry. I don't understand why he hasn't picked him instead of Dave. You know, is Dave talismanic? Well, he maybe you know they may have got him in for because of his ability and the to g people up in the 
changing rooms, but he hasn't managed that at all this season. And and he's he's as we've established already, he's he's his legs are going. Um so play play Trevor Chalibur, for goodness sake. Please. And um Koulibaly has to play. Um Otiago has to play. Kepa has to play. Um he will be playing. And then it's just a question of, you know, you'll I wouldn't play Jorginho. He he will. Um, I would play exactly as you've said. I'd play uh, Connor just to make it a, a great deal of energy. But I I think he's on his bike. Yeah. I don't think he rates him. I think he's up the window. Um, which I think well, if that's that's going to be a, a a big wrench if that happens. I think that's going to be a terrible error. And yet you know, because stats wise, perhaps it's the fact that he gets caught in possession a lot and gives the ball away which he appears to do or doesn't get loses the tackles he got um he found himself in the uh in the forest game surrounded by four players just trying to do make something happen and then was dispossessed and because of the the way the game was immediately they get the ball they try and get it up the other end of the field as quickly as possible but this is my my major um uh what's the word um despair with the side is the lack of pace that everything is done at and you yes. just have to, you have to look at every other side passes the ball and moves more quickly than us this seems to be the this is the the requisite of playing in the division is this is what the athleticism creates is unbelievably speedy football which which as you said dean they seem to create very easily when they're doing all these patterns of play and all these these little beforehand you go and watch them training you think bloody hell they move the ball quickly don't they and yet, then we get into the game itself and i mean i could understand why tuchel did it you could understand why tuchel was very keen for them not to shoot and to get the ball out wide because he was trying to prevent the opposition from um counterattacking because that way, the, there's the least opportunity to counterattack if the ball has come from wide, because you're prepared for it. It's these situations where you have a shot and it hits somebody and it gets forward and it gets flicked to the winger and the winger's up the other end and they have a shot. And it's a scoring opportunity. And I could see that. And that's why we were areas when we played under Tuchel where we were very dull and we people kept saying, oh, we're not shooting. But it was because he was attempting to keep possession so we didn't then give the ball away and lose a goal from a counterattack which I don't think we, I think we rarely did. Whereas um, Potter doesn't seem to have that at all. It doesn't really matter. But people go, you know, Cucurella got, got caught twice and uh, uh, and immediately they're up the other end because that's what that's what they do when you're playing with the, with the block. It's how United play most of the time. Get the up unbelievably quickly. We are, seem to be incapable in those situations of getting the ball up the other end quickly. And as we talked about in the, in the other, uh, in, in the second part, the, if they were pressing, we need to know how to deal with it, which is, yes, all right, you play it out the back, you create space. Then you play a pass to somebody who finds somebody who's got the space because they're pressing. Never happened. Why didn't it happen? What what tactically are they doing? The, the, they can't do that. So there's no, no speed at all taking place. What is happening on the training ground that they can't play like this, that they don't pass the ball, they don't play quickly enough? It's you know Villa Villa took took um, sorry to interrupt the, the, the Villa Villa took Spurs to the cleaners with the um, he's got them Emery's got them playing bat 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 yes 
Yes, that's what you do. That's how you get out of it. That's how you score. That's how, and everybody went, oh, what a great goal, great goal. It was, it was, it, it, certainly what these these good players can do. We've got a better squad than Villa. But yeah, well, Potter Potter used to say it's a mystery. Do you remember yeah. her? Well, Potter did mention it himself after the game. Said first half we had the ball, we were too slow. Obviously, didn't expand on that at all. Um, but, but what's what's the what's the panacea? What do you do? You know, we were too slow. Get them not to be too slow. You're the manager. <laughs> Talk, talking of the manager, Dane. Obviously, he's <laughs> under a bit of pressure. I think from supporters. Would would a would a bad defeat to, on Thursday affect his future? Like we're talking a, a six nil repeat. Oh, wowzers. I don't think anyone's really expected us to do anything in this game, but if we do get hammered, what impact is that going to have, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think potentially, I think a defeat would, I do, I do not feel like a close defeat or, or, or anything like, I suppose mm. we've seen in, in recent weeks where, you know, it's, it's a bit of a tight game. We just haven't performed. I don't think that will, that will impact him too much, but if it's a bit of an embarrassing, like a four or five nil, which I don't expect, uh, I think they might find themselves under pressure. And again, you know, that very quick turnaround against them in the Cup on Sunday would be a massive game for him. And if it was two heavy defeats against City in a row, some would say, well, look where we are. How can you expect us to be any different? But like you said earlier, with, with the players on paper, players they have in the team, you know, we still expect them to, to perform and 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 perform and and and, and, and show show that fight and, and that attitude that that we hope you would you would naturally have playing for Chelsea. But yeah, no, I, I think if, if people if there is a close defeat, I don't think he'll be in trouble. Not yet. I think they've set their stall out with him. I think they will back him uh to an extent. But yeah, I, at the moment I don't I think he's 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 fine. Yeah, I mean Jacob going back through the years, the Chelsea team Low on form, low on confidence. Come up against a, a good team, and somehow they get a result. That was kind of a Chelsea thing to do. Do you think that Chelsea's dead? Um, like Liverpool in um, in ninety six, ninety seven. You're ninety seven, I should say, and Liverpool in seventy four. Rhodes Brown was it seventy four? I think so. Um, and Clive Walker. Driving in the near post against Liverpool, and when we were shit, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> this is like the you know the worst possible scenario, and yet we might win. Might we win just through just through just I don't know working on the day. I don't think that happens anymore, does it? That happens if the pitch is boggy or it's snowing, and the the referee said yes, games the pitch is fine, nobody can stand up. Or, it's, or they're all bogged out or something. I, I, I don't. Um, I don't see. We. I don't think we've got a hope in hell in, in either in either game. Sorry, I don't. You know, I'm going to both. I'm a mug. <laughs> Unless you keep doing these fan bites, we won't have a ticket. <laughs> I think everyone might start. Well, they'll have a word with me. I know the way they do it. I know the way they do it. Um, we uh, the. Um, uh, the um, the hospitality area manager would uh, come up and say, "Jonathan, can I have a word?" To say, 
I don't think it's a very good idea to criticise the club like this. I've had some rumblings. my attention. Yeah, yeah, brought to my attention. I had rumblings. <clears throat> it might be a good idea if you back off a little bit. Do you think that'd be a good idea? And I'll go, no, fuck off. What you want? And I'll go, oh, do you think so? That's very interesting. All right. Mm. Well, well this is... See what happens, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I'm... I'm um, I have my my city ticket. In fact, for for the weekend for the FA Cup game, which I bought a train ticket, but I've I've bought one, but they've had my money and they had the ticket, so yeah, that's going to be intriguing. But um, no, I'm looking forward to going. I'd like I'd like us to put in a performance. I just I don't know what the, well I know what the team will be. I don't, don't think you'll make any changes at all. Um, but as you, I'd like him to play the team you suggested, Dane. I think it, it's it's it would be great. I mean, you know, Bizarre deserves a start, as we said. He deserves it, and um, uh, and so does Trevor to play instead of Dave. And then there might, you know, the holes might be uh, filled up a bit. And we might get a lucky goal, and then, yeah. You know, but I, I, I can't see it. They're all, t- they're too clinical, and Harland will score. Well, it'll be an interesting battle, won't it? Silver and Harland, and Koulibaly and Harland. I just, uh, I, I just feel that Koulibaly versus Harland will end up with, with him. Chopping him to the ground and, and and possibly an early dismissal because he's he's rustic, isn't he, Cooler Bally? Let's be honest, he's, mm, he's not he, he makes he, he, he the yellow card he got against Forest was just weird. You just think there was no need for it. The guy was going to get past him, but somebody else would have tackled him. So um, his judgment seems to be a bit weird in terms of these these tackles. But you know, he also seems to foul when it's unnecessary i always think i don't think anybody's necessary there was there was he was he got when did he get a yellow card for so he made a mistake and he pulled them back because they were about to get into the penalty area which you sort of understand but when it's halfway up the pitch i don't understand why they're bothering to foul them at all so there's always somebody coming around the back um but to excuse me i i mean once faith in pulisic is you really would like pulisic to do well i want i want all these players to do well you know, I, I just find that we're being let down. You know, we 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 were trying for Pulisic to play more often. He does play. And we're not seeing two years ago Pulisic. I think we give up on that. But we're still not seeing somebody who's scoring the goals. He needs to score. He needs to shoot. At least shoot. I think it's a bit of both, JK. I'm not, you know, I get the criticisms, you know, obviously, you know, I watch him for the national team and, and, and I watch him for Chelsea and, I've you know, I separate it. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he, players need to look at their performances and uh, they, they really needed to step up. But sometimes, you know, you, you do look at how we can help the player and how we can put them in positions in the field, like I said earlier, to, to you know, to, to show their, to show how, how good they are. You know, we haven't seen a Pulisic under, under Lampard, like Ziyech was, was, was very good under Lampard. The best spell we saw Pulisic was under, since Lampard was under, was under too cool. Uh, he looked. He looked really good. Uh, you know, very similar to, to to that one in that wonderful spell under Lampard. For some reason, he was rested against Fulham, and 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 then we didn't see that Pulisic again. You know, he didn't he didn't get much of a look in. I think in that Real Madrid second leg, I think he come on and set up Mason for the goal. But I think that that caused a bit of a problem between him and Tuchel because according to to Christian, you know, he was. He was told you're being rested against Fulham to play against Real Madrid when the Real Madrid game come. He obviously didn't play, so that's going to affect you as a player. I can only presume. But I know. Listen, I know. I'm not going to get too involved in 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 in, in the, you know, especially on social media. You know, uh, certain sports from 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 across the pond and our end and their end have, have 
caused this massive debate and, and I think people react to get a reaction because of of, of, of of two different opinions and then Mason gets involved and then when, when Callum was here he gets involved. So you know this is this is me just hoping that there is oh, something we want, that, we want him to do I want him to be good. You know we've seen him be excellent. You I want think, that. I you think to an extent that. he's I think to an extent he's 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 gone already. I can be wrong but I think uh Graham has, has sort of you know, they've had a chat and I just feel if a, if a decent offer comes in, we'll accept it. And at the moment, you know, if if, if you're, you're doing well in training, you're available, then, you know, in form, you, you will play. But, you know, there's an agreement that if, if a good offer comes in, we know we'll, we'll help you to go. That's what I believe. Uh, that's that's none of no knowledge. That's just a couple of whispers I've heard, but nothing I'd I'd put my, my money on. But that's what I think. And 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 at the moment, you know, we... He's playing because I wouldn't say he's playing because he, he's playing well. It's because there's there's not a lot else at the moment. Uh so it's up to him. But you know, he he looks a little bit better under Potter, more direct. I just don't feel we put him in positions in the field to 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 to, to show his qualities. But you know, he's one of, of many players who's 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 you know, I think there's players worse than him at the moment, but you know, I just feel that maybe it is wishful thinking that, you know, he will he will perform against Man City. Man City will leave. We will leave certain gaps for our attacking players to exploit because they, you know, they do try on with you. Uh, it's just whether we 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 take advantage of them or those gaps or those situations. Hmm. Well, who would you, both of you? Who would you? I'm asking you a question now, guys. Who would you um, uh, replace? Would you replace nearly everybody? If I wouldn't, because we go back to 2004-5 and. Um, uh, Abramovich replaced thirteen players with thirteen, thirteen or fourteen mm-hmm. players, and they 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 basically brought in um, a, a brilliant squad. You know, so, I think we have to. Yeah, because I'd I'd be willing to I'd be happy to do that. You need better. The if they're all nineteen and twenty. They're not going to. Well, that's the trouble. No, they'd have to be. You have to get some experience within that. You know, yeah. you have to get some bigger players in that. You got to wonder who 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 it is. You know, there's a lot of people fighting over. You know, if if we do get 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 the midfielder from Benfica, then you'll have a lot of clubs fighting over Rice and Bellingham. Well, either of them can either only go to one club if there is one club to, lucky enough to have both of them, or or two clubs. Where does that leave other players? You know, it, it, by all accounts, we've got Leipzig winger stroke forward who does look dangerous. The worry is we've seen. Players come from Germany before who are very fast and, and very agile and score goals and it hasn't, hasn't worked out. But that's the risk you take with a signing, don't you? You don't know. It's, it's not nothing's nailed on in this in in this world. So if you look at him from Leipzig and the guy from Benfica, that's two potentially very good and exciting signings. You like know. Rice as well. I think Rice is a decent. Player. I would really like Rice. Rice. Uh, Dean Dean shaking his head, and no doubt he'll give his opinion in a minute. But I'd like. Tell us why. Tell us why. I'd like a defensive midfielder just to sit there and just sort of scream that because, you know, I think watching Matic, there's sometimes there was a lot of criticisms about him, but he screened out defence so well and he put out so many fires just by being in certain positions on that field. And we've never we've never really replaced that. Uh, and I would like a, a player of, of, of Rice's capability to, you know, to be plucked there and, and do that. And possibly if we're, if we're, if we're making a couple more signings, you know... Uh, Again, by all accounts, we we we've practically signed the guy from Monaco, but I'm not hearing great scouting reports about him. Again, you know what what I see with my eyes would tell me something different to maybe what you JK or what you Dean see. But 
you'd like a, at least maybe a centre back who who is well established in his mid twenties to come in. You know, a, a hungry one, and then I suppose you're looking at a forward, maybe even another winger. So well, I don't I'd know about the thirteen players, been, but I'd have been happy to what, six or seven. I'd been happy to have bought Cody or even. Um, what's his face from Burnley went to Everton, you know. Um, oh, I, Frank, Frank, Frank was in for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tarkovsky, yeah, Frank really wanted. Yeah, I thought they were fine. Yeah, they put you to the Premier League and they put it about a bit, and they're, they're mm. you know, it's like Gary Cahill signing. Yeah, you, you, I, I just think occasionally it's they're there in front of your face and they're not doing anything about it, buying anybody like that because they'll they'll put in a shift for you and they'll know yeah, what to do. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, but. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You, let's you drag know. it back then to um. Let's go for a score prediction. We still got a couple of emails to get through. No, I want you to uh, say uh, why you why why you're shaking your head to Declan. That's Rice. right. Why? Yeah, that's oh, it. Why? He's Harry Maguire up at a midfielder, so he looks great at Leicester and West Ham, and then you put him in a decent team where he's got to do something completely different. He just get found out. He's not a top European level footballer. That's why he's at West Ham still. Oh, just would have signed him already. But don't you think? Um... He played well for England. No, England are terrible. That's who they are. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> that midfield got overrun by the US midfield. And the French midfield. Mm. And he plays in it. That's I, I think he'll be a England. good signing for Yeah, no, as you say, you never know, but I think... He would love the club because he's a Chelsea fan and he showed passion and he would do that stuff. I don't think he would do what you want him to do. It's funny, even Jody Morris talking recently about... Uh, talking to Jude Bellingham about signing for Chelsea when he was at Birmingham and trying to have him round the training ground. and mm. But he'd already, apparently, he'd already given Dortmund an agreement, but not a gentleman's agreement, just an agreement. And he, he wanted Chelsea to uh, better, not Dortmund's contract offer, just what they were offering him in terms of playing time. And Jody said, you know, we couldn't really say you're 16 rolls and go straight into a team. But he was really impressed, really impressed with his attitude, his old family and how... Now it's a togetherness and, and 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 the vision of the boy at sixteen was big, big uh, maturity and shoulders uh, on, on such young shoulders and yeah, this is the idea though, isn't it? They find they find Bellingham before he goes to Dortmund, yeah. So it doesn't cost them one hundred twenty six million. They get him for cheap because he's yeah, you're now seeing that, before that, that. that player now though. Thanks because he went to Dortmund. You're seeing why he's uh, potentially going to go for hundred million. You know, would we have seen that? player potentially because this was under Lampard so since then he would have had Tuchel and now Potter and who knows where his career would be at mm. well that, that's what Bowley's spoken about though, isn't it finding these yeah. players and doing the scouting and having all this stuff but then Potter's not playing any youth players so anyway let's get back to the to, to Man City then sorry um, I'll just tell you my team because I wrote it down and I think you should go 3-5-2 uh, Kepa Chalaba Silva Kudabali Paul, Jorginho, Kovacic, Kukurella, Mount, Havertz, Aubameyang. Yeah, it's good. I like, it. I like it. I like it because well, it's it's almost near the same one, except it's... Mm. You can swap Mount for Gallagher if you want, but I think Mount's played every game. No, no, Mount, he won't swap Mount for Gallagher. He doesn't like Gallagher. And if you're not playing Asby, I think he's going to play Jorginho. Someone's got to wear the captain's arm back. He plays the five. He Thiago. plays the three with the two... Wing backs, he'll play Jorginho and Kovacic. Yeah, I agree. And then we'll get beat 3 0. Yeah, we'll get beat 4 0. Was sorry, JK 4 0. 4, yeah. 4, Dane? What, on Thursday? Yeah. And beat him 2 1. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> beat him 2 1. Oh. Gonna pull oh. out a 
Wow. So Potter's, Potter's going to find his way. He's going to find some tactics and we're going to do them 2-1. And we'll be singing his name. And mine for predicting. And Harry Potter, there's only one wet piece of lettuce. We'll be singing that. <laughs> You know, the thing is, we've got, it, we, we, we've got it in us and he, you know, he's at a big club, so he's going to have to find tactics to work for him. Otherwise, he will lose his job eventually, you know. Uh, he's got to get as, out of the As everyone does. But I, I feel that, you know, this could be the game that turns turns his career around. Uh, well, it'd be a great game four, to do it. In the next part, we're going to find out who actually knows their stuff because I've got the results from the Prem Predictions League for last week. Um, before we do that, the usual shout out for the Chelsea picture owners. Uh, if you want to own a piece of Chelsea, then you need to get yourself a CPO share. Owning a share means you have a share of the freehold of the stadium and protects it from being sold to a property developer in the future. That's ensuring that football is played at Stamford Bridge, although I'm not sure it is right now. Uh, it's built your home forever. Shares are priced between 110 for an electronic share and up to £173 for a framed share signed by a Chelsea player. Just go to the Chelsea website and search for Chelsea picture owners. And of course, a shout out for the Chelsea Supporters Trust, who I believe Mark Meehan's just been announced as the new chair. Oh, congratulations, um, Mark. So yeah, congratulations to Mark. Uh, the, now, there's never been a more important time to join the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Membership costs you just £5, and as a member, you'll have a say on important issues such as European Super League, ticket prices, kickoff times, and many other issues important to supporters. We make sure your voice is heard by the club. As a member, you get to attend meetings, vote in the elections and put forward motions at the AGM. And you get a lovely CST badge. Uh, so visit ChelseaSupportersTrust.com to sign up today and we will be right back. Welcome back to the fourth and final part of the Chelsea Fancast, episode 950. Um, time now for... The Prem Predictions update, um, which is always interesting. Um, Actually, I don't like this because I was still on a, a sort of a World Cup Christmas hangover and I completely forgot to do, I think, eight out of my last predictions. I even forgot to do the fancy Premier League where you had multiple uh, transfers for a month. So I'm not, I'm not actually looking forward to this. Yours ain't too bad. Don't worry about that. That's so, my excuse already. I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up to the top. So in 89th place, we've got Mr. Jonathan Kidd uh, on 741 points, who scored a very respectable 127 points last week, JK. Thank you very much indeed. I know I plucked it out of the bag. I don't know where it came from. Suddenly, thank you very much for, oh, for you raising me. Because it's normally yeah. Chid just says, Jonathan got minus 75 and laughs, giggles. You are the lowest fan caster still, but there's I think there's... Uh, yeah, seven. I'm happy that occasionally some weeks I... I I change people's view of my abilities. Okay. There's seven players below you in the league, so um, there's yeah, um, at least the, no, no downs. Not rock bottom. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, eighty third place. We've got Tony Glover. He's on eight hundred fifty points. He scored twenty five points last week. Seventy uh, ninth, Mark Meehan. Uh, he's on nine hundred eleven. He scored seventy two points last week. Sixty uh, fourth place. We've got Paul Canaville. He scored minus one. He's on a thousand and fifty one points. Uh, I'm just above Paul on a thousand and fifty seven. I got minus 50 last week. So you actually made predictions? No, I made predictions. Oh. I shouldn't have bothered. What do you get if you don't make a prediction? Is it just no? No, no points. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I, I forgot the Boxing Day games. I need, I then quickly done the three for the next day, uh, the Chelsea, Bournemouth and all that day. Yeah, so 57th place, you've got Kerry Dixon. He scored 23 points. He's on 1,087th. 
Then we move on to page one, where Chidge is clinging on in 41st place. He scored 31 points, 1,191 points. Uh, 26th place, we've got Marco Worrell. He got minus nine. He's on twelve uh, 1,269, sorry. 18th place, Martin Wickham. He scored 37 points. He's on 1,303. And then just above him is you, Dane. Uh, you've got four points. So you're on I'm a thousand. Four. four points you scored last week. So I must have got minuses for having naught then. For not well, predicting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it says. Yeah, 1,312 points. I got angry because I was, I think I was, before <clears> the World Cup, I was full for four. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, 14th place, you got Dan Silver. He scored 37 points. Um, He's on 1,336. And then leading the way is Pat Nevin in 10th place. He scored 51 points and he's on 1,369. Uh, so JK was best of the fancasters last week. Well, it, JK last. it won't last. No. And then we've got Tim McConnell continues to lead the way. He's on 1,718 points. He scored 87 this week and remains almost 2,000 points clear. Um, but as we saw last season, anything can happen in this game. And then we must say well done to Mr. Benji Taylor. He was this week's top scorer. He scored 146 points. Uh, so well done to Benji. Um, week 18 started today with Brentford-Liverpool. So if you've not done your selections already for Week 18, you've missed the game. Oh, bum. I'm sure I bat Brentford as well, which is good. I think I did as well. I think I did. Yeah, hopefully anyway. If not, I've got minus points here again. Uh, and we've got a couple of emails, JK, I think we should get through. We have. Uh, this is, um, shall I read them both? If you don't mind, yeah. Uh, dear Dean, Sir Jonathan, oh, thank you. Surely Lord Jonathan, though, thank you. And Dane. Um, shall we be thankful the Premier League is back? We've played two games whilst I don't want to be a whiner, but I'm <laughs> going to be anyway. We may have played one half where we look decent. Yeah, absolutely right. One half. One half where we look decent. Who's this from, this one? It's from Connecticut Neil. Thank you, Connecticut Neil. Um, I've never really pronounced Connecticut. Is it Connecticut? Connecticut. You have to go Connecticut, don't you? But then there's a C in it. Dane, what, how do you pronounce Dane, it? Yeah. I don't bloody know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd done it right there. It's like Michigan. Is it Michigan or Michigan? Or Michigan? Mich- I don't bloody anyway. Um, um, but I'm going to be anyway. We may have played one half where we look decent. As you've rightly pointed out, the correlation with Reese being on the field and our ability to look competitive is shockingly high. Alas, so is his fragility, it seems, though he's not alone. However, having just watched that passive dross against Forrest, well expressed, well expressed, passive dross, I love it, yeah. Um, it surely has to be something more fundamental than Reese's inclusion. To me, we play like a Potter press conference. <laughs> Dull, passive, no real drive or direction. Essentially, it's why you guys don't dwell upon them any longer. Well, I did the other day. Um, one learns, sees and hears nothing. Now, he may well be an outstanding manager, and I absolutely am not a Twitter twat or Twitter twat calling for his head. But when I need a nap these days, I look to the Chelsea fixture list for potential timing. Though I can't help but feel we need a lot more out of a manager at this level. We do, we do, Neil. Maybe it's because we've had some proper characters over the years. We have, we have. That a middle-aged geography teacher, yes, exactly, isn't doing it for me. But then one might say the same about Gareth Southgate. But he hasn't won anything either, has he? Absolutely right. 
um, agree with the comparison. A million years ago, when I lived in England, oh, would, would that have been in the Plethionic ple 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 era? What era would that be? A million years ago? The, anyway, the Jurassic. Anyway, um, <laughs> when I lived in England and used to get to the bridge on a Wednesday night, yes, Jurassic, to watch us play Oldham Wimbledon or some other hoofing team that were in a, as appalling as we were, the entertainment would often be provided by an oversized, oversized balloon being knocked around the shed. Old days, old shed. I remember that balloon. Pay at the gate, maybe 14,000 in the place if we were lucky. But at least then somebody would launch a 50-yard ball over the top for some runner up front to charge onto. And the bloke in front of me would shout out, It's more like it, Chelsea! That'd provide 15 or 20 seconds of entertainment before going back to the, the mass volleyball game. No, I'm not suggesting we go back there, as they were very bleak days and nights, but I'd still watch I watch that over the endlessly ponderous sideways nonsense of the modern day game. We had 80% possession today in the first half against Forest, scored a goal, had a couple of other chances, and that was your lot. I think it took us 35 or 40 minutes in the second half to even have a touch in their box, insert Frankie Howard facial expression as needed. Yes, <laughs> Oh no, I'm doing I'm doing Kenneth um thing. Um oh matron, oh no, it's oh no anyway. Oh oh no oh no oh oh no yeah anyway, yeah, yeah. Um when the uh, the when the hell happened, um when the hell what no what the sorry, what the hell happened? Very little, little font, everybody. What the hell happened? And I haven't got my glasses. We're world club world champions, we're club world champions, raised the champions league not that long ago. Now we can't muster up enough balls to take apart a very average forest side. Absolutely right, Neil. Absolutely sodding right. It feels to me as if we're back to having a collection of players, half of which aren't good enough for the level we should be competing at. But we certainly don't look like a team. Maybe we will be at some point. After all, the Gooners were calling for Arteta's head a few short months ago. Now he's Pep Junior, some sort of genius. Will Graham, the geography teacher, Talk about hearts and brains in the inevitable Amazon six-parter. <laughs> as ludicrous as Arteta sounded, at the very least he seems to produce a cohesive and energised group. We all detest the arse, of course, but I'd love a dose of whatever they're drinking right now. Cheers, boys, and as always, regardless of the tepid performances, up the chill Connecticut Neil. Yes, you, know, you did pronounce it right, JK. And you've got Michigan. Did you say Michigan? Yeah, I said Michigan, yeah. I know it's Michigan because my great uncle went there to college. Yeah, Good. Yeah, no, Ryan right. Justman on, on Mixler said, don't pronounce the second C. And, and Leif K yeah. said that you had them both right first time. Connecticut. Oh, God, I shouldn't have questioned myself there. No. Yeah. I do. It's hard, you know, it's hard, you know, especially, you know, well, so many places in the US where what you pronounce them or how they properly pronounce them are two different things, you know. Especially in a place like New Orleans. And New Orleans, New Orleans. Um, uh, I haven't got the other one. What's the other one? He's... That was a great email, by the way. It, you know, yeah, you, Sorry, yeah, you comment on it while we try and sort out where the other one is. It's, it's only highlights which, which hopefully we, we've, we've addressed previously in the show. It's, you know, it, it's it's very frustrating and and you do get to a certain age and you, you harbour back to, to times that you've seen previously, like, you know, when when I when I realised I was scheduled on this show and and it was Forest, my first thoughts was as I sort of started the show with was the seven nil defeat I I witnessed under 
the days of Roy Keane uh, in in the Forest midfield. So it, you know, it is it is nice to like uh, look back and 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 try and compare, but. At the same time, we have moved on so much over the years. So you know, you can't, you, you know, you can't, you can't compare. And and it's silly sometimes for people to go, "Oh, what was it like if you was there in the eighties? Yeah, well, I was, but I mean, I'm really enjoying this successful period, and I'm I've thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the last twenty years being the most successful club in Britain. But you do, you, you do have a fondness for the old days and the old club shops and. The, Oh, and the fact that you could, you know, decide half an hour before kickoff if you wanted to go for a game or not, and and just turn up. And but things change, like like we all see in life in general. Yeah, have you got it through, JK? I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, from George. Thanks. Yes, from George Spencer. But the other one was from um, was from uh, Neil Spencer. So we've got two Spencers on. Neil Spencer from Connecticut. Yeah. And this is George Spencer. I wonder if they're related. Yeah, I wonder if they are. Hmm. Here we are. George, did Chidgy and the gang, uh, I'm afraid Chidgy isn't on it, and I'm the gang along with Dane and Dean. <laughs> um, so there it was. Merry Christmas. So there it was. Merry Christmas. I hope all of you had fun. Hey, look to the future now. It's only just begun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year to all of you. At least we have an iron in the fire again after Harry Kane absolutely spursed it against France. I noticed the half-pint who dived to get Del Horno sent off now has a World Cup. Yes, he did dive. He dived in the World Cup final as well. Very similarly, it's, it's uh, he dives and then rolls. I think that's what you get from Messi. Dive and a roll. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, they, we then cock it up against the relegation side with the equaliser scored by a former Spurs player. Yes, the irony did strike me. Just like that old Stadler Brothers song, One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. I don't remember that, was it? One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. Do you remember that? One Step Forward, Two Step Back, Back. Do you remember Maybe that? if you sing a little bit more, it might one come One Step to Forward, Two Step Back. All I remember, all I remember <laughs> of it. Um, I feel Thursday's going to be a bloodbath. Yes, <laughs> probably only go to the White Horse as Domino's have a new pizza out. <laughs> Still, let's hope the news about Enzo Fernandez is true. It's nice to know we're, we've annoyed all the right people again. Meanwhile, Winchester City's form dipped during the World Cup. Yeah. Two draws, one of which was salvaged by our keeper, scoring a last-minute equaliser. Three defeats, two postponements. He's hoping we've beaten Gosport by the time this episode airs. Finally, I noticed that Chris, Captain Underpants, Bryant, has been listed in the New Year's Honours list which is a bit of a slap in the face. What next? Mad Nads getting a free personal executive box at the bridge. As Richard Lamb from the Men from the Ministry would say, the mind boggles. The mind boggles. Until next time, George Spencer. Good old George. Nice one, George. Thank you, George. I know Chidra's seen the email, George, because he sent it to me. Uh, so he knows about Winchester's form uh, yeah. during yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. Um. And obviously he's back next Monday, so um, he'll pick up whatever emails have been sent that we haven't read out today because we've only received two uh, next week. Um, if you want to email in the show, you can obviously do that, chelseafancast at gmail.com. Um, George, don't fancy our chances against City on Thursday evening. Am I Am I in a minority then? Yeah. Bloody, bloody right. <laughs> Wishful thinking. 
Lou tinted glasses on once again, which I said earlier we shouldn't put on. I'm going to quote you on Friday. 2 1. I'm going to say 2 1. 2 1. 2 1. Fuck them. 2 1. 2 1. We'll see who's got the last laugh. Oh, yeah, indeed, Thursday. Indeed. Yeah. We'll, we'll be going Friday. Oh, two one. Oh, singing Potter's praises on Friday night. Yes. Um. Right. Sadly, that's all we've got time for this week. So we've gone on for far too long. Uh, we will be back Friday, as I said, to look back at Chelsea League match against Man City this Thursday, and then the head to the FA Cup tie against City on Sunday. Uh, a reminder: if you like what we do and you want to become a Chelsea fan class patron uh, and help cover the con the cost of running the show two shows a week and continue to produce what we believe is a unique podcast and all things Chelsea, please feel free to donate whatever you want per show or per month at www.patreon.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. If you sign up to Patreon, you're entitled to a Kerry Dixon mini banner and you can join the ever-growing Discord group, which is full of fun. Um, and then, of course, if you want your email read out, uh, Patreon or Instagram, uh, just get in touch by Sunday uh, or Instagram if he lets you in. I suppose Dane, isn't it? Yeah. Left to have a word when he's back from holiday. Um he's a busy man, yeah. I don't like to trouble him too much. Yeah. To leave a note for him when he, on his desk when he returns. Uh JK, good to see you. Um, been a pleasure. Well done, you really enjoyable. Well done. We don't need Chidge. <laughs> my my wife disagrees. Ah! <laughs> we definitely need Chidge. Lucky the women ain't playing this week as well. Uh, Dane, different uh, focusing on the men, but yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, it's yeah, it's obviously still nice to come in there and talk about the bread and butter to me, which is is the men's team. It's lovely seeing J.K. again. Uh, shame I've missed Chidge, but hopefully, like J.K., uh, I'll see Chidge on Sunday, January the fifteenth at the Jason Cundy do, which I've got tickets for. So hopefully, I'll get to meet some new people and see. See some of the fan casters we haven't seen for 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 a long time up close. Jason's very good, so it would worth. Yeah, going I, I met him years ago. He bought me a a marathon and a Coca Cola in a in a shop in Kings Road when I, I noticed he went. I don't in think we need so to know that. We, we we went and <laughs> we went and chatted to him, and he what's what a marathon? Had and he said, "I'll get them for you, boys." Sweet. What's a marathon? A uh, Snickers. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, so long ago. He had a naf-naf coat on. Right, you can follow the show on social media if you're bored of that story. At Chelsea Fancast. <laughs> uh, Jonathan's at Jonathan Kidd. I'm at Dean Mears. Dana's at DWIT9. Uh, Instagram is at Chelsea Fancast, although we're not posting on it. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I will see you Friday. Until next time, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. How are you, blue boys? Yeah, that's more it's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 